It's time! Ho, ho, ho. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that is ready to finish the fight. I'm Poofu Cully Poof, and this is level 176. Joining me tonight is Big L. Finished a fight, huh? That sounds like foreshadowing. Hey, Rocker Dude. Uh, Halo campaign? That sounds like foreplay. <laughs> boy, 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 boy. <laughs> There's no foreplay of Halo campaign, at least not for a few months. Oh, and we also have Koosh Moose. Halo, how you doing? Sexual innuendo inserted here. Oh, in... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's up, guys? How you been? How was your week? Busy. Too busy. Feel that. Both in gaming and real life. I've been busy in one of those. <laughs> That's because you're not a part of the 12 Days of Christmas Challenge. Uh, correct. I don't pay attention to TA contests anymore. I can't get all the badges as I've missed so many. So why start now? That's a fake club. It doesn't exist. What? No, it exists. Uh, only for in your head. You know? Just because they don't let you in. <laughs> you How many people are a part of that? Thing. 96. That's 95. I thought. I thought that was, I knew Big it was on 100. They made it up afterwards when there was already a bunch of people who couldn't get into it. <laughs> so it doesn't, it's it's dumb. It is dumb. And that's why I don't want to take part of it. I'm not doing it no more. But when I'm you play every day to the day, your gaming gets busy. You have to go outside of your plans. That's why See, this is a fun it. one. Not saying that they're not fun, but like on yesterday was day six, and you had to play six different games. So I had to look for the six quickest achievements I could get in games that I wanted to download and play. <laughs> that's a factor now. I don't have everything downloaded anymore. See, oh, first world problem. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> See, that's the other thing about the contest. Like, the 12 days is definitely the best out of all the contests that TA runs. The problem is, is my game time is so limited that I don't want something telling me what to play. Like, I have the games that I want to play. When I can finally sit down, I want to do that. I don't want to be having to go do some crappy beat-em-up because there's a, there's a day that tells me to do it or something like that. I don't know. You'll change huh. one day. Hmm. Maybe, but not today. I don't want to do that. I want to play something fun, something that I enjoy. That comes out tomorrow. There's no <laughs> crappy beat em up. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim is amazing. I almost had to play Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim for was my day six I yesterday. Did. <laughs> did I you? did have to play it. Did you? Uh, what'd you do? Did. Are we just doing I this now? Knock somebody out. I murdered a man with a trash can after he was already I almost down the ground. That one, but I had I'm, Fogs downloaded instead. I'm sorry. Hold up. Back up. You murdered a man with a trash can. I missed what you said before that. Oh, nothing. That's what I started with. Uh Just to watch him die. Uh, We were talking (laughs) about Scott Pilgrim. Rocker said he almost had to play that, and I said I did have to play that. 
That I'm so sorry you had to play that. I murdered a Canadian with a trash can. Oh well, at least he was a Canadian. No harm, no foul. Yes, they'll forgive you. <laughs> His identical yeah. twin brother forgave me. Yeah. See, I, I I did not like Scott Pilgrim whatsoever. I did not get the love that you guys did. Glad the that funny, you all enjoyed it. I did not enjoy the it. The funny part is he played it on day six, which was a co-op day, but he played it by himself, <laughs> which is what yeah. I did for six different games as well. <laughs> is anybody surprised that they did it like that? I'm sure you most of the people did You had did to it play like different games. Like, Just think of getting a group together and just going through six different games as quick as you can. Sounds terrible. And that was the real challenge. Yeah. Except I, L's going to tell us that he did it differently. He did it right, I'm sure. Well, of course. Is L well, even up to date? Well, actually, Didn't since we're already man? talking about 12 days, let's go out of order a little bit on the dock. What have you guys been doing for 12 days? How? What all and whatnot? Have you been enjoying what? it so far? Oh, yeah. I enjoyed the contest. <laughs> I was expecting yeah, I always, more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I always I mean, enjoy it, uh, but I don't enjoy I it like stories. I did before. I'm sure you do. I always do. All right, I guess I'm going first. Well, real quick, real quick. Is anybody, and show of hands, uh, is anybody doing chin mode difficulty? No. Uh, no, what? Is Chin even still doing Chin Moan difficulty? I don't think so. I think he might have um, redefined He mentioned it. that he, he, he's self-tracking maybe in his blog. Okay. He, he's at least preparing or, you know, going for that. You can explain what that is? I'm uh, surprised no, Mental Knight isn't doing Chin Moan difficulty. Oh, apparently he gave up. Oh, he gave up? It was okay. too hard. I think yesterday alone, you had to play six different games. And that would you'd have to so do that hard. for seven more days. And in his version, you had to play six different games in it in it it crossed days. So that would end up being like forty two separate games just for day six. Yeah. So like the difficulty, okay. L as you were asking us to tell everyone, is you play the game, uh you do day one on day one, on day two, you do day one and then day two. Or wait, or doesn't it go backwards? It's uh, you know, on the first oh, day of you do Christmas, it in order. my true love gave to me one you thing. Technically, you on the go second backwards. day, I know what you're saying. they give you. Yeah, it goes backwards. This, yes. so yeah. On day one, Doesn't you do day one. On oh, day yeah, two, yeah, you do yeah, day right. two, then day one. Right. I mean, that's if you're doing it the song way. But I think the way he was doing it was one and then one, two and then one, two, three. So every day you're doing every day before, before you do your day. I think that was because TA tracking. Okay. And also, he was using a different game for every achievement. Yeah, there was so no duplicates whatsoever when he was doing that. Of difficulty. Yeah. So uh, apparently, a quote from Chin. Maybe uh, I have already given up on my dumb challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I think enough. he did that. When did he start? I think he started that two years ago. It Last year, he wasn't able to do it because he got stupid busy at work. And then, obviously, he's given up on this. Was it three? I don't know. I'm going to check my blog because I think I I think I tracked it, too. I was thinking he did it in 2019. All I know is I'm missing, like, one, maybe two challenges from being in the perfect club. And, like, 12 days, 2017 or 18 was one I just didn't finish because uh, nobody really talked about it. And, you know. I don't remember talking about it. We didn't make a big fuss. There's no like channels in Discord or anything like that. So, 
Well, it had to be 2017. It was because- 2017 was maybe the first time because that's when I was tracking it. Really? That's, that's a long time ago. I thought it started at least 2018. I didn't know he did. Wait. Yeah, we started the show in 2018. Oh, right? it was definitely around before then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a I was thinking he did it this, the, for the first time the same year that we did the show. Let's see. Oh. According to uh, the challenges, there is a 12 Days of Christmas 2018, but there's also a 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, they didn't put a year on it, so the first one was in 2017. Okay. And I got to... I completed day seven, and I guess I just gave up after that. Who knows? Right. Oh, it was eight cooperative achievements that year that I didn't do, probably because co-op. Yep. That's all it took. Makes sense. Checks out. So what has been your favorite day so far? Uh, I don't know. Uh, like, optimized for series was the first day. That's pretty much any, any game. Um, I think That's I've, easy. I played... Uh, Oh, what did I play? Uh, actually, it will tell me if I click on it, and it will load. Um, I played Lego Builder's Journey. Now, that game does look good, but there are some games that don't look good. Uh, day but two it's... was supposed to be, uh, I guess, a more difficult one. Uh, you would had to find stackable achievements. I picked the Grand Tour. It's a delisted game, and it has a ton of them. Super easy. Um, time out real quick. I think we just... The stream just went down. Wait, I might have to. We're live. Stop picking your nose. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. We're live. We're back. Didn't do How anything. Did, why did that just go up? It, it's Amazon. I'm telling did you. Did you take one of those pills? That Thanks for the hype train. <laughs> Holy <laughs> hell. Thank you for all the subs, guys. Jeez. Subs as well. Jeez, you guys hey, rock. the lights are back on. This is oh, great. I just um, sub. That's embarrassing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a roll too. All right. I went out to eat ramen. <laughs> okay. So uh, we, we should get back to. to it before we go down again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank that you, was weird. All right. So thank God Jeff Bezos flipped the switch back on. Yeah. We are, we are not dropping any frames right now. We did not do nice. anything. Oh, yeah. So apparently Amazon's web services are having issues. Fire that intern. Somebody tripped over the server cord. That's all. Yep. All right. Let's get back into it. Let's get back into it. We're still recording, right? Everyone heard. I think you were going over the very last uh, day of uh, twelve days, weren't you? Oh yeah, on the twelfth day. I have no idea what we were talking about. We were were talking talking about. about I know we were talking about twelve days. And you were saying, I think, what's your favorite day so far? You interrupted me. Corey was me. talking about day one. I know I got to day two. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, what did what did you do for day two, Koosh? What did I do for day two? I did Samsara. And I that had been sitting on my backlog forever. Uh, not my backlog, but my uh, pile of shame, unfinished thing. And I just killed it. Okay. And I played it naturally. Until I didn't. And yeah. then I just guided it all the rest of the way because they were starting to get real head scratchy and I was just like, ah, done. Um, L, you probably have some fun stories. Did you get, I don't know how far you are. I'm assuming you got day two done, right? I did. Anything fun with that one? Well, first I wanted to talk about my day one game. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. What'd you play? 
So for day one was a game optimized for the Series X. So I had to pick a game that looked really good. So you I only had about with, 700 to pick from. I went with Rift, At least. Rift Raccoon. <laughs> yeah, Rift they, they, Raccoon. Told you. Yeah, makes sense. What a name. I generally like these easy games, but ugh. Uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, the the less said about this one, the better. But the 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 GIF, the GIF, the Jiffy Rift. The hook the of this game GIF. is you have to basically you can teleport through walls and stuff, and the controls are just not good. Yeah, but it's an easy one K. I got through it in a half an hour. So Rift Raccoon. Yeah. So for day two was the stackable one, and my choices were. Not that great. So I went to an old standby, and you'll be surprised that I haven't done this yet. I went to Guacamelee 2, and I started up the Proven Grounds DLC, which I have not done yet. Do you remember that, uh, Corey and Nate? Yes. Yeah, it was like Did you buy the game? Challenge Rooms. It's on Game Pass. I, I that's I, what I'm I mean, asking. I mean, I bought the DLC when it first came out. It was not expensive. Okay. I just wonder if he has to complete it before the middle of the month or oh, not. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I bought the game at launch to support to Dreambox okay. Studios, actually. Okay. But as it turns out, it's it's so weird. We, we talk about this all the time. We talked about this recently, how the site is really not full of completionists. There's 35,000 people who played Glock 2, but only 1,300 wow. or so people that have the DLCs. So. Well, what's the point of sticking around playing that stupid game? Yeah. Hey, we're, how we're, dare you? We're ignoring it, sir. <laughs> Just ignore. Ignore. So. You put a note. Kenny, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, edit out your own insubordination, please. Uh, so in Guacamelee 2, which is our beloved Vayner, or mine at least, um, Proven Grounds is the equivalent of the... Uh, what, what is in, in the first game, the hell part, where you go through and you have to get the gold medals? What was it called in the first game? I forgot already. I, I want to say it's Challenge. Satan's Hellhole? I don't know. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Satan's, Satan's Hellhole. I, I do know what you're talking about. It, it stopped me my first playthrough of the game. And someone in chat will, will come up with it. So... I noticed that you can get an achievement for bronze and an achievement for silver that count toward the stackable. In the fear, no. Yeah, in fear, no. There you go. Bless you. Those are the challenges. It was Which called El Diablo's Domain. Inferno. I was pretty close. It's Inferno. It's in Espanol. Uh, so long story short, you have all these challenges. Some of them are fighting. Some of them are platforming. Some of them are flying around with the chicken. It's all different stuff. Uh, so I decided to just go for the bronzes to get one of them done, which took me a decent amount of time since I was rusty. I hadn't played in a while. So I got the bronze done in that. And last week I talked about the bonus that I was going to go for uh, with Michelle and Vicky, a.k.a. Death Dealers, which was to play an act in Gears 5 in co-op. And that had the number three in it. So we uh, did that, and I realized that was also listed under the stackable achievements for whatever reason. So we went ahead and did the whole first act. It took a little over two hours. And 
as luck would have it, there's another achievement for beating the game, uh, beating an act with Jack, the uh, the robot dude. The Ripper? Yeah, Jack oh. the Ripper. <laughs> that would be a good crossover. <laughs> Yeah, so the Jack one actually counted on for the stackable and the it makes takes three to make a thing go right counted for day three as a three point ratio achievement. And uh, Michelle brought to my attention that in Forza Horizon four, there's a I guess a quote unquote forge mode. Uh, so there's an achievement Forge called, mode. There's an achievement called Foundations to add your first object in Blueprint Blunder Builder Blueprint Blunder <laughs> and Blunder. Uh, endless probabilities. Place over ten objects in your Blueprint Builder, and those are oh uh, that those are four point six and a five point ratio respectively, and it took about thirty. Really? Seconds. Yeah. Ten because, because it counts because it's under the one of the title updates. I guess so it's a little inflated. Mm. It's under the Super 7 title update. And I hadn't had those done. Wait, did you say 4 is a 4 or 4 is yeah, a 5? F- four. Oh, 4. Okay. Yeah, 5 doesn't have to I misheard you yet. before. That makes more sense. Yeah. I don't think the playground kind of stuff like that was as uh, popular in 4 as it is in 5 now. Or at least they didn't make a big, as big of a deal in 4. Like I know they talked about levels. a decent amount in five, like in the and um, trailers and stuff like that. I could be wrong. Uh, so for day four was four high res games. Uh, I noticed that the Palgi games counted, so I ended up doing four achievements from the game Flowers, uh, which is one of the few Palgi games we haven't streamed yet. Hopefully, we get that done at some point. But basically, there's two letters in the middle, and you have to figure out the two letters before and two letters after to form a six-letter word. So it's a little bit different from the other games. And day five was, is collectibles. And I've only done one so far from the game Contrast, which I've had sitting on my hard drive forever. I never did the third act, so I finally finished up that game. Uh, and I got the collectibles in the third act, so yeah... The thing I like about this contest is exactly this. You, you jump around from game to game, play stuff you might have been not have thought about playing or have been playing. Right. I do honestly think the whole picking a co-op day and then everyone doing it alone defeats the purpose, but I guess if you can do it, go for it. But No idea what I'm picking for those yet. But that's the only one so far where you had to pick six different games specifically. Yeah, that's the only one so far. Uh, Corey, did you talk about your games yet? Or uh, I got up to day three. So okay. uh, you, you'll like this. Day three, you had to get 3.0 ratios or above. So I did everything in um, Age of Empires 4, the new one. Hey. I, I won. I had a victory sure that was by, easy too. I had a sacred victory. So I did put okay. on easy and uh, did that super quick. The other two... Uh, I achieved a 3.0 or better ratio achievement by going and customizing my person. So, like, you just go to your name. That's a 3.0? Yes. Change your banner and then change the portrait. And to be honest, I didn't have any unlocked. But all you had to do was get to that menu and it popped. 
So I went for efficiency in that case. Wow. I can't believe they are that high. I would have expected, you know, most people at least to mess with their settings. Apparently not. So uh, lucky me, I guess. Yeah, in maybe the, easy on you. In the 4K game, I did Golf Peaks, which is a basically a mobile game um, on the Xbox. Uh, day five was, uh, what is it, collectibles. And uh, I was already doing ukulele for Game Passes Leaving, and I didn't think those counted because I didn't see it in the list, but they did. Uh, so I did a couple of those, uh, and then I picked up Awesome P2, and I uh, went through those. And then, yeah, like I said earlier, day six, you have to play six different games. Uh, I just did the first easy six valid ones that I felt like installing or had installed. So, yeah. Like what? But farm together, which apparently had an achievement for uh, playing your farm a month after you created it. I haven't played that game in over a month. Um, Perfect. Ultimate Chicken <laughs> well, Horse. That, that Ultimate Chicken Horse went up in free free, free play and uh, glued two boards together. Uh, Halo Infinite, I customized something else. Uh, <laughs> Gang Beast, I did whatever the easiest one there was. Uh, Forza Horizon 5. Oh. I had to purchase my first car from the auto show. Easy, easy. And then Fogs, I had to get run over by a train. Also easy. Yep. Nice. And Nate, what about you? Or or did you talk about your games before to drop them just forgetting? Um, Not really. Um, I don't think everyone wants to hear everything. Um, I I did actually actually use an optimized game for day one. So I I did use... Lego Builder. Um, I just saw the dwarves. Path, <laughs> Pathfinder. Um, and then uh, day two, like I said, I was using, I did Samsara and then knocked the game out. Uh, and then I moved on for day three for nice pops, uh, three O's. Of course, I went back to Forza 4. Uh, and I continued that through day four uh, uh, for, let's see, the high-res games. Yeah, because that game is pretty. Uh, day five... I also did ukulele in the impossible layer uh, on PC and I just uh, collected some bees. So I got 14, 16, 18, 20 and 22. Uh, and then day six, I did a smorgasbord of everything I've been playing. Uh, so Forza four, Forza five, uh, Diablo on the X one. I had to go all the way back to S- Scott Pilgrim because I already had it installed and I didn't want to load up and play a full level of something else. Uh, so that was good. So I murdered a Canadian with a trash can uh, for dirty trick. <laughs> um, yeah, I also did Halo uh, Infinite. I saw someone else possibly on the panel uh, customize uh, something. So I customized a piece of armor and boom, done. And then I opened Nuts uh, with Banjo-Kazooie Nuts Jeez, and Bolts. No. I, thought, I thought that would be hilarious to play uh, Banjo-Kazooie for uh, a co-op uh, and have it be old. And I actually used the, I played that through X cloud. So that was really nice. Uh, and then day seven for, you know, challenge seven gamers. Uh, so getting achievements that contain at least one seven letter word. I did, uh, I closed out bullet beat on windows. Uh, I like that game. Um, as far as, you know, those games go, that's a good one. Uh, I really wish that the modes that they added and the achievements they tied to them were, were, you know, consequential. They felt like you had to do them. Uh, and you had to put forth a little bit of effort, but I went ahead and knocked out all the endless hell stuff that they added. Uh, so that game is completed on the uh, PC. And then I went into Disneyland, did some Disneyland adventures. 
I was thinking about all of our uh, patrons and uh, assorted people on the Discord that are huge Disney fans. Uh, as I was playing this, I kept thinking about you guys, <laughs> like wondering if you, because uh, I've never been to Disney land or world or any of that garbage. So I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? How wow. the game... We're going to lose some subs with that sorry. one. Don't mean garbage. I do not mean garbage. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's in Florida. So, you know, <laughs> I, I just mean, I've never been to them. And I'm wondering how people who have actually been to these lovely places compare that <laughs> to the game. And if the game is in any way representative of one of the parks. Um, and then I was thinking, geez, I need to finish this before the service goes down. Uh, and then, yeah. And I'm looking forward to day eight. All right. I think Mike Pitch is our resident Disney person. Really? I and thought that was Doughboy. Doughboy who lives there? I was going to say, <laughs> no, Doughboy's been there so long. Like, for Disney. Every weekend. He's camping now. He I think he's Disney? actually stayed in. He waited until the park closed, and then they moved in. Although, I think this is probably based on what? Like 2015 or 2014 Disney World? I'm not sure. <laughs> I did make some gumbo, though. Oh. Uh, yeah, gumbo. Gumbo is the flying elephant dude, right? No, no. I made. I did not make gumbo with Dumbo. Okay. Uh, some elephant gumbo. You did. Tear no, that's, <laughs> that's the adult version of Disneyland. <laughs> Way too I, I'm old. hoping to go to Disney World next year, so I'll let you know. Okay. Remind remind me in about nine months. <laughs> Someone set up a command. Uh, which your kids are older that. and they'll remember it. That's what I. That's what I. But Fufu, do you uh, partake in this nonsense? No, I don't. Not even at all. Not even casually. Like nope. you won't even just enroll into the competition and just see what happens with your regular nah. play. Come on. So you're a humbug. You, you don't even uh, inflate the numbers by uh, <laughs> signing up and then not doing. I don't even pay, uh, no, I don't even pay attention to it because, like I said, what's the purpose of joining it when I know I'm not going to complete it? I can't. Like I said, I I don't Fine. remember if I said this on while we were recording or before, but but since I know I'm not going to complete it because I just I I don't care about the badge. I can't have them all. So what difference does it make? And also, if so what? little time to game. Whenever I play something, I want to make sure it's the games that I want to play. I have many, a uh, couple of games that it's like I'm in the middle of, I'm bouncing between them all. So I don't want to have some TA contest tell me I got to go play Scott Pilgrim or something like that. I, I will say that the, the competition does take you away from your plans, but it is only 12 days. It is fun. I will say that you the, can get done the twelve in like five days minutes. is the best. Out of all the TA t- contest, twelve days is the best one. I really like the spelling ones, but twelve days is, Spelling's is fun too. So, do we have? Do we know which what the next couple of days are going to be, or at least the remaining? <laughs> How would we know such a thing? We would. We would never disclose uh, would- that information. If you had to guess, though, El. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just Wait, wild guess, I actually El. don't know. <laughs> I only have the names of them. I don't have what they actually are. Even more cryptic. That's, yeah, that's Wait, a fair well, we guess. Talk about... Okay, so let's, let's think about this logically. Today's day seven. This will go out to the world, other than the people listening to it right now, uh, on day nine. 
that mm-hmm. leaves three more days. Yeah, maybe so we could, get we could, maybe well, seven give it was announced. Today's seven. Today's seven. Today's so seven. That's yeah, seven th- gamers th- counting. Seven. The podcast will go live on day nine. Seven achievements that contain at least one seven-letter word. It's a weird one. There's a ton of stuff out there. Yeah. That's easy. Uh, yeah. So day eight is called eight Chivos spelling. So there In you theory. go. Spelling. <laughs> Just allegedly. Allegedly. You want me to keep going? Spoilers for the Twitch chat that is here live. If you don't want to yeah. about twelve days, I think I think we could go as far as day ten. Really? Right? No. Just go read off all that you got. No. If you don't, don't want to hear that. them. Just ignore us for a bit. I don't know anything. I don't know that. Well, day what nine, if you had I to guess? I don't what know do that. You day think the next is called nine multi genres? Genres. <laughs> genres. Genres. Games with John in the title. Genres. Yeah, games that are you know like maybe a battle royale racing game or some nonsense that I just made up like that, or like a first person shooter RPG. You know things like that that don't exist. Not. Mm. Definitely not. Uh, yeah. Day ten. <laughs> All right, Foof, you're encouraging me. Don't don't force him if he doesn't want to. We don't know this. I'm just guessing. We don't, we don't know, know this what we're doing. I'm guessing that their achievements that begin with A, like Canadian A. Oh, A. Ten does like A Y E. I don't know. Ten does A starting. I don't know. It begins with the. Maybe they begin with the. All right. All right. All right. We're getting people to say don't spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do agree. I think it's better if you don't spoil it. Also, don't listen. If you if you want to uh, know, maybe Pester. Oh, people are listening. Get Big L's best guesses in his DMs. Well, uh, okay, for the people okay. that would get this naturally and not tonight, they would have gotten up to day 10 anyway. And that's so. true. And day 11 so think- is 11 different gamer score values. <laughs> So like five, 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 and five? No, no, no. Like one, two, three, four, all five, six, all, seven, eight, yes, nine, eleven. All different. Ones. <laughs> oh, so I was just thinking they could all be five, but eleven times, even though there's only ten <laughs> different things. Twelve is twelve time-consuming coffee cups. Oh. <laughs> all right, fine. We'll move on. Twelve we'll times. Get away dances. from this since people don't want to be spoiled. I'm making stuff up. PlayStation people. trophies. All right, let's. Like I said, let's move on. Let's go on to the next thing. People in the Twitch chat are muting us, so we won't spoil nothing else. And day 12 is me singing the whole thing 12 times. Hypothetically. <sighs> that is a living hell. <laughs> what do you mean? Maybe, maybe if you record that, that will be a bumper. We'll see. <laughs> Please do. I will add that to something. I definitely won't make that Patreon exclusive. The mass Singer. Or the voice, maybe. Yeah, something like that. America's got sandwiches. You know, some one of those. <laughs> Tell. Them. All right, let's get let's continue on. That was twelve days. We went out of order, so let's get to the game showcase now. All right. So you guys have been talking about your games that you've been playing. I want to start off talking about the game that I've been playing. Well, one of the games I've been playing that I want to talk about, and that's Halo Infinite. So, oh, Dinable's asking about the ending right now. He says he likes spoilers. He's on the camp of, <laughs> of liking spoilers. You've got a sneak peek of the, of the uh, campaign, right? You went through the, the whole thing last the, night. The ending <laughs> turns out he's the dad. 
Son of a. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm not watching boy. any of the story stuff. I heard that they did like a story campaign. I'm like, I don't want to see it. I think that uh, it's progressive times and Master Chief is actually the mother that we find out. You never know. Yeah, it in any case, <clears throat> you were a dirty liar and you went and played Halo like you said you wouldn't. What did you think? Yeah, so originally, like I said a couple weeks ago, I typically don't play multiplayer first. I like to get, do a single player. But for a Thursday night crew with myself, L, Prue, and Michelle, we were we have been playing Back for Blood. None of us like that game, so we want to do something different. So we decided to do something fun, and we decided to try out Halo. Now, Prue has played Halo Infinite quite a bit. L and Michelle, I think you guys just jumped into like a match just to kind of get the idea of it. I haven't played it at all. That was my first time. All in all, it's good. It's, it's a lot of fun. I agree with a lot of what the industry has been saying if like you listen to other podcasts or whatever it feels like a return to form of halo i watch like a lot of or i don't necessarily watch but like i see a lot of like tiktoks and videos and stuff like that on halo infinite and the more i looked at it the more i thought i'm not going to like this this just doesn't look like halo but everyone kept saying it was a, a return to form and i'm like how is this possible and what I mean by that is, like, I see a lot of, like, the the grapple gun or whatever the crap the wrist, the wrist thing is that you want to call it. Um, I see people swinging all around, shooting people off ledges with, like, a force push thing. I'm like, this looks dumb. I don't like this. And then I played a game and realized that stuff is almost not even in it, at least for what we played. The grapple, grapple shot. Thanks, Saucy. Uh, so what we did is we played, I know one ranked match. We did a couple of big team battles. We did a couple of just regular quick plays and it was just fun. We went from having no fun with back for blood and honestly hating the game and playing very little of it each night, just because none of us really wanted to start it to playing probably two to three hours of it on Thursday night and just had laughs, had a lot of fun. It was really really good if you like halo if you're gonna like halo infinite multiplayer the campaign obviously i don't know i have no hopes for that but the the multiplayer is good which is not which is nice because halo primarily is a multiplayer game for the way most people digest it anyway now you say you have no hopes for the campaign have you even seen review scores <sighs> nope what okay. about Stallion83? I know you love him and follow him in everything he does. Uh, he, oh, you yes. haven't even looked at his review? No, not at all. Okay. I don't Do trust reviewers because mm-hmm. those same reviewers also sit here and tell me that Halo 4 and Halo 5 are great games. And they're clearly wrong. I don't think Halo 5 was the worst Halo. That's why I don't trust your opinion when it comes to Halo. Oh boy. I, I'm just saying... Halo 5's well, Halo 5's campaign I can't really speak to because I don't remember it. I played it one time when it was released. Hated it. Never played it again. Why did you hate it? Story, mechanics, or what? I couldn't even tell you at all. You didn't like that the graphics changed from level to level? You're going to replay the whole game tonight before Halo Infinite. Oh, 
God, that's all. That sounds awful. I like I said, I played Halo Five when it came out, and I really don't remember any of it. Like I have bits and pieces of it, like it, but I can't tell you how any of it connects. I remember just not liking the story, just not having fun with the campaign. I remember the giant like bosses, whatever they were called, like the Atlas or something, I believe it was called. I could, I'm probably wrong on the name. And you like had to kill him, and then he came back, then you had to kill him again, then I think he came back again, and you had to kill him again. It was just not fun. I just, I did not enjoy Halo 5 whatsoever. The multiplayer was, it was okay. So when you look at since Halo 3, honestly, in my opinion, I think in a lot of, you know, people that's been playing a lot, they will say Halo 3 is probably the best multiplayer. That was like the peak Halo. Halo Reach was really good, but it was more of the progression into like the modern day shooters where you now you have special abilities and stuff like that. I liked Halo Reach. I thought it was a good, it was a good entry to the series, both the campaign and the multiplayer. Halo 4 was hot trash. It was just Call of Duty with the Halo skin on it. And Halo 5, I, in my opinion, it was a return to form, but it just wasn't, wasn't quite what I wanted. I didn't like Arena where you had like the card packs and stuff like that. It just was meh. I, I, I didn't enjoy it. Halo so Infinite, still not however. The worst. 4 is the worst. Oh, 4 is by far and away the worst. Okay, I don't just think. Just making sure that you're not, you know, giving that high, high praise. Oh God, no! If I don't think there's anyone that would put four at anywhere other than the bottom of their list, I would I would be shocked if anybody actually truly enjoyed four. Does it? I go, could be wrong. Probably like, saucy from bottom to top. Mainline games: four, five, one, two, three. <clears throat> Worst to best. Worst to best. Best. I don't really. I mean, I'm not a Halo guy, so I I don't know, but. I, I don't think the first Halo is probably the best Halo. The campaigns were no. all the same. There, I said it. That That's so hard, and like any day I could change my mind. The bottom three is definitely four, five, and then I would say one. One was very much a product of its time. It was very much the very first game. So, and it's as much as I love the game, I love the playing through it, it's just not the best. It's not the best. ODST, I would put above that. ODST was good. I like that one. ODST is was actually I did not like it at, at when it, at release, but going back and playing it, it was it's a lot of fun. That is a really good game. Above ODST, that's so hard. I don't know. Reach two and three are so interchangeable that any day of the week, it, any one of them could be in any position. All three That's of those games said. are very, very good. I think two would be in the bottom of those three, and Halo Three, in my opinion, is probably the best. But then, like I said, that could, I could change my opinion on on that in any day. Now, all three is, of those games are stellar. Is the multiplayer something that you are going back to by yourself? Uh, in Infinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I was playing it last night. I was getting pissed off. So the battle. Pass, it was like twelve thirty at night. And I kept beat. I kept getting beaten. I was like sitting there screaming downstairs. I was hoping not to wake everybody up. It was getting to me. Are you? Are you buying the battle pass? Getting into I did that? buy the battle pass. Okay. 
the battle pass was like seven bucks, I think, eight, something like that. I'm like, all right, I'll I'll buy it because I know I'm gonna play Infinite a lot. I might as well. Yeah, I, I, I figured I to. would, but I haven't yet. Um, the progression at the day one was bad, and I, that's I, what I heard. It's getting better though, is what I what I hear. What do you get for that? So, for the battle pass, yeah. So for the battle pass, like most games nowadays, this is how they monetize their game. It's free to play, and then you buy this, and it's basically just cosmetics. As you earn XP, you level up the battle pass, and when you get to level two, you unlock this cosmetic. Level three is this cosmetic, so on and so forth. And I believe level one hundred is was it the flame helmet? I believe I could I could be wrong on that. I, I saw it once. Um, I saw like a little fire em- icons, but I don't quite remember what it was. All right, so yeah, wasted it off. Thank you. Okay, now I understand. Okay, so. I mean, if you don't care about cosmetics and you don't no, pay attention you to your Spartan, your gun. that's all you need to see. Yeah, yeah. But so for you, it makes sense. Huh? <laughs> what, you, you it gives you person? something to work towards. I agree. So it's kind of like the Rocket League thing. It's kind of the, the yes. only thing that sounds different, unless you haven't noticed it, is do you get like credits back in that pass? Because a popular that thing is that you can earn enough credits to where one battle pass purchase will last you several seasons. Now, I, I know Halo is wanting to keep like season one, like you'll be able to go back and do these whenever, you know, years down the line. So maybe it's different in that aspect. I do and don't like that. For As someone who doesn't have a lot of gaming time, I really appreciate 343 doing that. Because I don't know if I'll be able to keep up with it and be able to unlock its full potential potential in all the battle passes. But at the same time, I really hate that because I have this item. It means, you know, I played at the beginning. And it's kind of like one of those status symbols where it's like, if you have that, it's like, oh, wow, he's been playing from the beginning. Yeah, he he was there. He's an OG. He was good at the game. He got high enough level. Right. And then somebody so it, starts two years down the line and get the same thing. There's there's pros and cons to both. I can I think I'd rather them not do it. And you know, if I wasn't there, oops, I missed out. Oh well, tough luck. And then now, I think I have one more question regarding the multiplayer. Do you think this will be the best Halo multiplayer ever? Oof. I think it has potential. <coughs> Excuse me. I think the potential is there. The problem, or I shouldn't say the problem, I think the jury is out until we get Forge mode. For me, personally, what made Halo 3 the best was the custom games. I played thousands of hours in custom games. I've spent way more time doing custom games in Halo 3 of like Jenga and Fat Kid and, and whatnot. In, so in game the, mode? Is Fat Kid a game mode? Yes, Fat Kid was a game mode. <laughs> okay. Shaming me. Fat awesome. Kid was a game I, mode, I need to and know we more. had different maps called like Apple Pie or something. You know, close the door. Fat Kid on close the door. Duck Hunt. Though that's what really made the Halo Halo Three to me the best. I have spent lots of days literally just playing that all night long, not going to sleep with friends either. IRL or 
on Xbox Live. So many good times, so much good times. I have friends from then to this day that I have like on Facebook that like if I ever travel to a certain part of the country, I'm going to try visiting them. But if Halo Infinite can recreate that when their Forge mode comes out, I think they I think they got something here. All of the pieces are being set, so I look forward to what they're going to do. But I, it's three four three. At any point, they can drop the ball, and I would be surprised if they didn't drop the ball. <coughs> All right. Well, before we move on from Halo, I actually have a couple of Halo stories to tell from our session. I figured you would at least tell one of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first thing well, we didn't talk much about the achievements. Uh, didn't really look at them going in. But I was going to circle uh, back to that. Prue was like. Hey guys, we can get this achievement uh, where you jump in a warthog and you honk the horn, and then three teammates jump in and you get an achievement. And we're like, okay, <laughs> that sounds easy. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, totally yeah. easy. And then, uh, but it's got to be a specific one, the Razorback. So of course, as soon as you find one, oh, we did big team battles. So we had what ten or fifteen on each team. Uh, I think it's. I thought it was eight on eight. No, Thanks for the eight. invite. More than eight. I didn't think you joined. I would have. You can join us on Thursday, my friend. Open invitation. That's from the campaign. Uh, so. Open invitation Thursday, 10 <laughs> we'll o'clock We'll be busy Eastern. on Thursday streaming the Game Awards. Ah, uh, dang it. Yeah, you're right. Mm. What? Uh, continuing with your story. Uh, long story short, we ha- uh, anytime any of us would jump in the driver's seat, randoms would jump in also. And it was like, ah, oh, get out. And then we'd start shooting at the randoms. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the, the achievement specifically is you have to have a Razorback. You you have to jump in the in the driver's seat, honk the horn, and have three people jump in afterwards to unlock it. Yes. And, like... I would jump into the driver's seat, then some random would jump in. I'd start honking the horns. It's like, oh, no, this stupid random messed it up. And then the random would jump out because I'm not moving. And then I quick honk the horn and try to have everyone jump back in. It's like a Chinese fire drill going on. Yeah, so we eventually got it for all four of us within a couple minutes. So, But at first, we were just like, ah, stupid randoms. And it's so weird because of all the achievements, it's the second highest ratio achievement. That there is. And there's Which no makes skill sense required. Because <laughs> it's something you would never get unless you're like actually trying to go for it. It's got almost a six well, ratio. There are 258,000 st- starters on Halo Infinite. Oh. On TA. That's a lot. So, yeah. Yep. Halo ain't dead. Halo ain't going anywhere. Oh, God, no. And I'm excited that, to play it. I think we should do some community nights. Absolutely. I wonder, wonder how many people could fit in a party. Or a convoy. Um, I believe si- 16 is a... Is a te- yeah. I believe 16 is a max, but you would have to do a custom game at that point. Like You can't take 16 into a quick play. I think you could take eight into a quick play, but obviously it would have to be a big team battle. 
Uh, so the second story is we were playing Big Team Battle Capture the Flag. Oh, gosh. And we were down two to one with uh, out of three with 30 seconds left. And me, Big L, actually captured the flag to tie it up with 30 seconds left. And it, so good. And it went into sudden death. So after a little bit more, I actually wound up with the flag again. And I wound up right near uh, where you have to bring the flag back. And I stopped because I saw the other um, team. So our teammates took care of those guys. And I went to capture the flag. And as soon as I got there, the word defeat came on the screen. And we were all like, what? So the other team captured the flag a split second before I captured the flag. It was heartbreaking. Here's the thing that you're missing. When after you captured the flag, I saw that you had it, so I quick ran over to kind of like escort you to get yeah. so we could win. And along with that, when sudden death dropped, so did like the scorpion tanks and a couple of other power weapons. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but it wasn't just me escorting you. We had like it was three everyone. other oh, yeah. people escorting you along with a scorpion tank. Like <laughs> you had a company of people protecting you to get to the get to help you capture this thing. And it's like up on like a kind of like on a building. And L jumps to try to to try to capture it. And then like the little you hear like game over or flag you hear flag captured. And my you know us and party, we all went, yes, we got it, yeah! And then we see defeat, and we're like, wait, what? And it was like, we are up on high, we're, we did it, then all of a sudden, it's just, aw, and I was, how did we get defeated? I was also under the impression that you couldn't capture a flag unless uh, the other flag was brought back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I too. feel like that's been a rule before, maybe not in Sun Death. I, That's what I'm thinking. I, I think in sudden death it changed. Unless your other flag was back. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Sudden high, and then it was a low of low. And then I realized afterward <laughs> that there's dwarves. an achievement for scoring, uh, capturing two flags in the same game. I was it's yeah. like, oh my god. <clears throat> you almost had it legit. Now, the other thing we didn't talk about is that there's a bot mode. And you can get achievements against bots, which a lot of people have been doing. But the bots, we did one bot mode of Slayer, and we won like 50 to 6 or something. It was not even fun. Not even close. eh. So, yeah, you can do it that way, but you don't get that same satisfaction as getting them legit. So what I'm hearing is it's going to be on your RTDL. Whenever that comes up, bot matches, baby. (laughs) Well, it actually is on my RTDL, but I... And um, I'm doing the scavenger mode, and uh, that two flags in one game is actually fits in the range of achievements I need. That could be it. I don't know. But <laughs> maybe when the month is ending, uh, I'll go for it that way. But I'd like to try Well, that it flag one needs to be in a match-made game. Yeah. If you were just a half a second faster, you would have had, had that known, achievement. I would have gone faster. But live and learn. Yeah, but the fact that Halo Infinite, the fact that the game can provide a story like that is, <laughs> don't get that nowadays. No, Halo Infinite's good. It's a lot of fun. 
the ma- the maps have been kind of meh so far. I haven't found anything that I've truly liked, but all in all, gameplay. Good job, three four three. I'll give credit to where credits do. You got anything else you want to say on Halo Infinite before we move on, L? I don't think so. KT Echo is asking if anybody's planning on doing ranked. Hearts and that were like good people play. Okay. So, okay, I'll say this real fast. I've done, I think, six of my ranked matches. I need to do four more to get placed. I know that's an achievement, so I want to get placed, and then I'll probably just go back to Big Team Battle because that's what I like the most. Pop quiz. No cheating. Okay. Which game has more starts right now? Forza Horizon 5 or Halo Infinite? Um, Forza. Oh, Forza, definitely. Fine, I'll say Halo. Wait, then. No, no. L gets it. Yes. By how What'd many? you say? Halo Infinite has 258,303. Right. Forza Horizon has 247,568. So it's already huh. passed. Interesting. That's crazy. Makes sense though. It's a shooter. A lot of a lot of bros like the shooters over the honky honkies. Oh, true. true. <laughs> honky honky. My son- That's still surprising though. <laughs> uh, get to my, my weekly son talk. Uh, my son picked up Halo Infinite and played for the first time. Played his first Halo game and he liked it. So it's fun. Halo's for all a good ages. one. Yeah, it's not too gory or anything like that. Like whatever. Yeah, there's like no blood in it. Good times. Like That's surprising Forza oh, doesn't have more because they had a million uh, players before the game actually like officially launched. I think you need three extra hard drives to play Forza also, so maybe that's an issue. Also not wrong. All right, let's, get, let's jump off of Halo. Nate, what have you been playing? You've been so quiet, which is surprising because you love Halo so much. Well, You're my so- favorite Halo is actually Titanfall. Um, so <laughs> what have I been playing? I have been playing down in Bermuda, uh, as well as going through my collection to score uh, 12 Days of Christmas Chivos. Um, now, down in Bermuda is a game that I recommended last week uh, while it was on sale. It is no longer on sale. Um but it was an amazing price. And if it ever goes on sale again, I am definitely recommending it from experience. So Down in Bermuda is a game by Yak & Co. Uh, their other game was uh, Agent A, A Puzzle in Disguise. Hey. So these guys love their puzzle games. And Down in Bermuda is uh, not only easy to say, but also a puzzle <laughs> game um, from top to bottom. You uh, load in. There's a nice little cutscene. Um, so there's a little bit of story to this, but eh, not a whole lot. This game's really just about the uh, the puzzles and stuff. Uh, and you're on this island, and you're tasked with the very first thing, a sliding puzzle, which I normally hate. These ones uh. weren't bad because they're not like those number puzzles where there's one space and you have to move everything. For whatever reason, I hate oh. that game. Oh, I hate those puzzles. They're the worst. I absolutely hate that game. <laughs> hate it the worst this one is not that this one is a just a strange little shape and you just have to move like i think four tiles around and get the you know tile one in the spot where they want it tile two in that spot very simple it's the very first puzzle so it should be easy 
Uh, after that, it kind of holds your hand and kind of shows you the next thing that you can do. Uh, there are buildings and there are structures and there are just, you know, rocks and stuff on the map. And you can manipulate some of them. So you're manipulating this building. And this building is like one of those uh, puzzle boxes you see uh, that are super cool, right? They're like, they have like puzzles on each face of the box. And sometimes these switches uh, cause things on the other side to open or whatever or become accessible um they're not super intricate mostly it's basically complete this face move to this face um and then at the very end you get something um you'll be collecting uh shinies basically something like that <laughs> they're these little uh triangles and you'll collect uh, three or four of those per island i think there are let's just say five six islands um, you will also be collecting little stars. Now the stars are for the most part, uh, like 90% visible, but hidden in tricky locations. You just, you basically need to change the angle of viewing. Uh, when you go into this map or, or each one of these islands, you have the ability to pan and zoom and kind of like rotate the camera and move all the way around the island. And you're going to need to do that to see, you know, this star that's hidden behind a tree. Uh, sometimes you'll lift a rock and there's a star under there. Sometimes you'll open like a little uh, gnome's door or something. There might be uh, a star hidden in there. Um, that's one of the components. After you get enough uh, big stars, uh, and each star is for one of these components, either you know finding all the stars or solving the main puzzle of the island, that will allow you to progress to the next island. Uh, sometimes as you're doing this, there'll be things that you didn't do. Like you didn't find a key or you didn't find the key that opens this lock. Um, or maybe you found a key, but it doesn't open this lock. It opens a lock on another Island. So, uh, you have to just continue to progress through the story. There are a couple missable achievements, um, because they're timed. So they're, I think they're both timed. The ones I'm thinking about, uh, there's a, a puzzle where you have to basically play like a kind of an Othello, or a go mini game. Ooh. You have to put these uh, sheep on the correct side of the pen. You can basically hop them over kind of like checker rules and you have to get them all moved to one side, get the white on one side, get the black on the other side. Mm -hmm. uh, then the other is a more complicated slide puzzle. And that slide puzzle is not timed, but it is limited number of moves and there's no room for error. Um, if you take 15 moves, you don't get the achievement. If you're quick, you can quit out of the puzzle uh, quick, quit out of the game. Uh, I shouldn't say quit. You should dashboard, leave the game running, then go into manage the settings, delete your local save, which will kill the game. And when you bring it back up, hopefully you won't have uh, completed that puzzle. You won't have gotten yourself out of getting that achievement. If you have, don't worry. Just keep playing the game. Get through to the end. Um, when you are completely done with the game, you can go into the settings. You can delete your progress. Now, it is smart in that, yes, it deletes your progress per island and your overall progress in the game, but it still remembers that you've beaten the game and it allows you to fast forward through islands. You have to sit through like the first minute or two of the first island, but then after that, you can go out to the selection screen and now there's a whirlpool next to where the next island would be. So mm -hmm. that happened to me, right? I For some, whatever reason, I could not get that sheep minigame to work in time. So what I had to do was keep trying it over and over again. I think it took me three tries total. Um, Sounds like you're just bad at Othello. No, it's the controls. It's really <laughs> the controls. There's no board that shows you like 
squares and it's not on a grid. It's just like a weird, like here's like this, these two are really close, but then there's another one that's a little bit farther. And it's just like, okay, well, what's a hop? I don't know what a hop is. I can't see where the, the spaces are. You just kind of, that was a little frustrating for me. Uh, but I found that if I zoomed really close uh, to as far as I could, then it got better. But um, so you can basically at that point, so if you have the same problem that I did, you can go in, you can reset your uh, progress. You can then go in and then just island hop uh, to get to that fourth island. Actually, I think you have to go to the fourth or fifth island, grab a red key, use the red key, go back to the island you need to, use the key, then try that uh, that game again. For the most part, oh, there's one other achievement for getting all the stars without looking at a map. Uh, one of the items you can find per island is a photograph, and the photographs tell you a little bit about story. Uh, and you can also find a map, and that map shows you where on the island all the stars are. If you want the achievement, you don't need to open those maps, or you need to, rather, you should not open those maps. Uh, and if you are saying, well, how do I figure the things? Well, there are pictures, I think, for each of the island solutions, and there's a walkthrough. I think the walkthrough does a good job of showing you where they are as well, so you can kind of get away with that. Easy. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a great game. I really, I really enjoyed it. I think this is a, the type of game that you could just kind of chip away at. Like if you were going to sit down and just run through the walkthrough, I think, I think you wouldn't have a lot of fun. And these types of puzzle games just kind of get tiring. If you just sit down and do them all in one sitting. Whereas if you went through and you just did like an Island at a time or half of an Island, or I'm just going to do this one of the three things I need to do before I can move to the next Island. It's perfect for that. Uh, and this game is really great. I'll be honest, looking at like the clips and even this video that Corey has up, on it i never could have told you what this game was had you not explained it yeah i think when we saw because this was on one of the the sizzle reels i think right is that true Corey? down in bermuda i think this was one of the Maybe. ones that was on the sizzle it looks reel. very familiar and i thought it was more of a kind of a point and click adventure walk around type game and it is not that at all it, it's really just this kind of macro level you're like super high up and you're looking down on this world and interacting with it um yeah, so it wasn't what I was expecting, but I was pleasantly surprised. And this was like a $2 game, right? At the time that I bought it on sale, <laughs> it was $3 down from 20 Right now it's back up to 20 again. This game is not a good game at that price. Uh, there's just not that much gameplay. There's definitely no replayability um, that you're going to want to do uh, at $20. But if it ever drops down to 5 or lower... You might want to consider it. You might have said this and I missed it. Is it at least an easy completion? Um, with the walkthrough, yeah, everything's there. I mean, it's it's not oh. really complicated. There's only one or two things I said that are time based, or so that would be skill based. Everything else you can just kind of do. Um, you know, most of the puzzles are pretty evident, like what you need to do. Um, like if it, if there's, there's a pattern based puzzle. The patterns are that you're using to figure out what icon goes where or, you know, they're in the level. They're not hard to find. They're not hard to figure out. One of the things I hate are puzzle games where the walkthrough just tells you the answer and it doesn't tell you, oh, well, the number combination is hidden on a slip of paper underneath the whatever in this room. That's what I want to know. I want to know, well, how would I have solved this had I done it right? Uh, and I don't think the walkthrough actually tells you that in this case, but it's to the point where the difficulty is low enough that you really don't need the solution to tell you what the pattern is. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was 
down in Bermuda. I, and I, like I said, uh, I was pleasantly surprised at a $3 price point. Yeah. And now I'm looking at it. TA says three to four hours. So need an easier game. Throw a price tracker. Uh, Corey, what about you? What game have you been playing? Well, really, w- one game monopolized my time this past week, uh, and that was Ukulele and the Impossible Layer. It's leaving Game Pass, so got to get it done. Um, playing the Windows version, I do own the Xbox version, so I can continue to procrastinate on that. But I also streamed Happy Humble's Burger Farm, and I don't know which one to talk about. I feel like people know ukulele and it's leaving. I want to so, hear about the burger farm because that okay. game looked weird. Okay. I had a feeling that you might pick that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, let me. I uh, have some interest in it. <laughs> okay. Well, Sell it. So, uh, okay. Uh, it's <laughs> a, a horror um, simulation game from what uh, somebody described it as. And, I mean, I guess I would agree with that. Um, so basically you are tasked with, um, going and working at this burger joint, uh, it's a pretty standard thing. You gotta, you go in, you have to walk to your, uh, to your work, the happy, humble burger farm, I guess is what it's called. And you have to, uh, do exactly what you think you might have to do in a real life simulation game. You have to clock in. You have to turn on the lights. You have to turn on the open sign and pick up trash and things like that. Um, so it's pretty in depth. And as far as that goes, what they start to throw into you is this isn't just as easy as filling orders, which are timed base uh, and you have to be accurate on them as you are doing your shift uh, the, the lights may turn off and you might see something cross the screen really fast, or it might even have just be invisible and have glowing eyes. So there are these beings that start to come out, uh, at you while you're trying to work. Uh, and so, uh, that's the first part that's like, okay, you know, this is going to be a scary game. Uh, what else is, is gonna, is gonna happen? <laughs> Um, one of the instances was even in the training, they, they tell you that this, one of the mascots of the company is a cow. It's like looking at you if you mess up and if you take your eyes off of her, they, she'll start to get closer and she'll eventually attack you. Dear God. (laughs) So I I knew I was in, uh, for something at, at that point, um, so you do that a few times, and I did play this in, in one sitting. Uh, I have not beat it yet, but I, I have I did put in you know about two hours worth. Um, so you're you're doing that a couple times because every time you do that, you get money. The money allows you to buy from vending machines, so you can buy uh, like energy bars or uh, food because you do have health and energy that you have to maintain. Uh, and everything around you is real dingy. Your apartment, your your best friend who works there with you, uh, his name is Toes. Toes. Uh, toes. Uh, it, it's all very like dingy okay. kind of deal. Um, and you think that that's like the game is, is just go to your job and, and do the do the stuff and get money and and go from there. Very quickly, 
they start to throw these story beats into the mix uh, about uh, there was this big crash at a construction site. Don't don't worry about it. Just go to your job. Well, what do you know? I stumble across this and I, I go into this place and I thought I was brute forcing my way into a section where I shouldn't have been. But, but I do think that it was near the time to do it. Uh, I stumbled across the first boss. And yeah, there's bosses in this game. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I really don't want to spoil it. If you want to see okay, it, yeah. I, I we're going to put it on YouTube because I think it's probably a good you know, first hour look into the game, first hour and a half. Uh, but it really throws you for a loop and you have to figure out how to, uh, to deal with them. And like there's clues and, and whatnot, uh, but uh, it's not super easy. Like I had to I had to do st- something that I, I learned to do in the game, uh, but I had to do it while dodging and managing my health. Uh, once you got past that first boss they throw another story element into it. It's like it, it just builds on top of it where now there are secret uh, passageways and blueprints there. So there's crafting now. Uh, I haven't <laughs> got, I haven't got <laughs> enough stuff to craft anything, but there are blueprints on the wall. And at that point it's like, okay, this game is way, way more in depth than the, it, it leads on to be. Um, and that's only I've played only like three shifts worth of time. And each time I went into the restaurant, it even added more stuff for me to do. So um, at this point, not only can I make burgers, but then they added uh, French fries and, uh, ch- you know, chicken nuggets. Um, then they added shakes and drinks. Uh, I think there's more stuff that they're going to add. But uh, doing your job is how you get money. And, you, and I, I, I guess you can die in the game. Uh, but this overwhelming or overarching story with these bosses and uh, how it integrates into this restaurant is there. And that's probably the driving factor. Like, keep playing this game. Huh. If it was just the Burger Sim, it would not be worth that much time at all. So this is like Five Nights at Freddy's on steroids. It's kind of- it's probably like Five Nights at Freddy's mixed with Burger Time, I guess. <laughs> is a game these olds might know. It, it's it's that, different. That sounds very different. It sounds very interesting. Like if like horror is not my thing, but I was like, I think this would be fun, and I know it's gonna like, give me some little jump scares, and it did. I uh, you know there was some times where I. I gave a little scream and on stream and uh, <laughs> I, I was prepared to do that, but then it just got weird. And when it gets weird is when it draws me in even further. So this I guess that's a good thing. Wild. I, I do have at least a little bit of interest to go back to it, which is not something I thought I would have when I started the game. You know, is that on game pass? It is not. It is from Tiny Build Games. Um, I don't. I can't recall off the top of my head if they have a lot of stuff that comes to uh, Game Pass or not. But uh, I believe uh, it is like twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks. Uh, it's digital only. Um, 
they've had a couple of things come to Game Pass, uh, so it, it has a chance. Quite a few. You know? They they had the Hello Neighbors. Uh, I'm looking at Speedrunners and No Time to Explain. Those may have both been Games Gold. Kill It with Fire uh, was one recent one that just went to Game Pass. Pathologic too, like you said. Um, so it actually has actually, you know a better than zero percent chance of going to Game Pass. Um, yeah, yeah. There's so quite a bit of games look that for been, that, I guess. Interesting. It's really weird. If if you don't really care about spoilers, uh, check the YouTube video when we put it out there, and like skip around till you get to that first boss. And like, I almost gave up, but I persevered, and I eventually took him down. There was some people in chat, and we were trying to figure it out, and uh, and stuff like that. But it was something else. How's the achievements from the view of someone that's played it? Looking at the list, it doesn't look like this is an easy completion by any means um so i got uh 280 gamer score in the hour and 47 minutes that's 10 achievements out of the 30 so that's a third of the achievements but like near the end of my hour and a half uh there like a bunch started to pop and and they were like um they were kind of you know story beats so um they were there i'm just kind of scanning now you have to create something you have to find these things uh, serve five wrong orders. I could really just boost that if I wanted to, and it's three point six ratio. Um, a lot of the stuff I'm seeing here: drink this, defeat this person, uh, buy this. I actually don't think that this would be like depending on how hard the actual game is. I think if you played through it all, you would get most, if not all, the achievements. So actually, if you're in it for the game to actually just complete the, you know, beat the game. I think you could complete all the achievements along the way fairly easy. And it looks like somebody nice. already has all the achievements, uh, one person. So and they, they, played oh, yeah, for, that. they played for under six hours. So Possibly relatively easy. Uh, yeah, I actually might uh, keep this in my back pocket for G-Task. That's, well, this does come to uh, uh, Game Pass. You'll probably get a nice little boost. Yep, I'm experiencing that with uh, Lawnmower Sim Sim right now. Dear God. We can talk about that, too. I booted that up last night. (laughs) Would you have to fire somebody else because they wanted to go to, like, their dad's funeral or something? No, no, no. (laughs) It was none of that. (laughs) All right. What's, uh, Uh, What's no time to explain about? I tell you, but I'm kind of out of time. Just cause. <laughs> what? Oh, just cause. Oh, I see you got a list of games. Talk about one. <clears throat> one. Oh, one. I got a bunch of crappy games to talk about. Uh, Give us a good story. Nobody wants to hear about these crappy Radalikas. All right, so move on. Oh, okay. You don't want to talk about Gears 5. That's cool. I guess we can move on to some oh, sales. Oh, Gears 5. Fine. Talk I'll talk Gears about Gears 5. 5. I played a real game. It's called Gears 5. <laughs> That's what I want to know. What'd you do in that? Because you're the resident Gears guy, and yet I've played Gears 5, and you haven't. I know. Well, as I mentioned before, we played through the first act in one sitting, and it was just so nice. We, we uh, watched all the cutscenes together and Death Dealers just says, wow, these graphics are really nice. It is. And it looks real good. Um, 
Man, you should you should get a Series X there, Kenny. It'll look even better. But uh, oh god, <laughs> I can't imagine. It's it's just refreshing to play a, a good game, and it unfortunately took us a couple of years to get to it, but we got to it, and it was a really good time. Uh, I remember four being a little underwhelming at first. You know, it's just it's just new characters and this and that and. Um, but as I said, I played as Jack, which was a different experience. So you, you play as the robot and you fly around and you can pick up weapons. I was wondering yeah. if you actually did play as that. Yeah, I, I was the I was Jack. I figured the girls would be better shooters than I would. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll be Jack. <laughs> so you could pick up weapons and bring them to the other teammates. And you can zap people and distract them so they can uh, be shot at. Um, so yeah, it, it was really fun to, to play Gears 5. And I did notice that there was a DLC uh, thing. Hive Sword, Hive, I don't remember. Hive Busters. Yeah, Hive Busters. I haven't done that yet. Uh, so one thing that caught all three of us unaware <laughs> is that we all thought we had it installed, but it was only just like the mandatory 44 gig install. And then from there, if you want to install more, you have to do it within the game. Yep, I came across that it as was, well. So we had the first act available to us, thankfully. But if you wanted to do multiplayer or the rest of the acts, you had to do a separate install. So, so like when you install a game, you don't click install all or that's not included with it's that? It's not. You have to go into the game. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's it was really weird. stupid. It caught us all off guard. So it might be like i think gears 5 launched or yeah gears 5 launched around the same time that the uh what does microsoft call it where like in halo master chief collection where you can install certain parts like sure i know i'm never going to play halo 4 so i'm not going to install the halo 4 campaign right i think it was like around the same time that that all happens they're like hey let's do that for for gears five but it's a good idea i wouldn't install the entire entire game it's a good idea in theory but i've never seen a game where you have act one as the mandatory install and then uh, acts two through five or whatever through four is the other part of the install yeah really weird multiplayer is another part and then the dlc was another part it really grinds my gears. Grinds your gears. I don't have much else to say. It was a little weird. The Lancer, uh, Michelle was saying the Lancer is a different button. It used to be you pick it up and you hold down B to chainsaw some, but now B is melee with the Lancer and right bumper is the chainsaw. That sounds a little weird. Yeah, I, I feel like I remember thinking that. So these games are still they changing they change the a time. few things. Yeah. So you've only done Act 1? Yes. Overall, it's okay. Gears, for better or worse. There's Not much something. Changed. There's a spot in the game that I'm, I'm wondering, that when you get to, I'm wondering how, you, or I'm wondering what you're going to say, okay. I should say. Right. Look forward to getting because, back to it. Well. Don't say anything. Don't yeah, spoil. I don't want to say nothing about it, because I want you to go in fresh. Since you, I assume you haven't been spoiled on anything. Okay. Then yeah. I'll wait till you beat the game. Okay. All right. Uh 
Well, that's it for the game showcase then. So let's move on to sales. Ooh. Uh L, you're blank. Yeah. You didn't put anything on the dock. Do you have anything to recommend or should I just go to court? Um it's times like these where I just recommend Demetrius for 99 cents just to annoy Corey. All right, we're going to Corey. Corey, what you recommended? <laughs> I don't recommend that. Um, so this is actually like a huge sale, a lot of big yeah. percentages off. And I abstained from grabbing the games early because I knew Kush would talk about them. So listen to Kush. This is my, my recommendation is to listen to Kush's recommendations. Um, aside from his... Uh, I also noted uh, Rad, which is a roguelike by Double Fine. Uh, it's five bucks, normally twenty. Uh, I don't know why that one's not. I guess it's because it's published by Bandai Namco. I don't know why that one never hit Game Pass, but mm. five bucks, you can't beat it. And unless somebody talks me out of it, I'm probably going to get Pac Man two fifty six because it's two dollars and fifty cents. And sometimes you just why want Pac Man in your life. Six cents. Yeah, it should be six more cents, right? I mean, it only makes sense. Six cents. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that works on two levels. Six cents. <laughs> otherwise, boy. <laughs> otherwise, I had some stuff like earmarked, like in tabs, but they just don't seem like good stuff. Um, so yeah, I listen to what Kush is going to recommend because I'm getting a couple of those. What are you recommending, Kush? Oh my gosh, every once in a very long time, a game comes along. Oh gosh! That as achievement hunters, it's polarizing. You're either super happy to let people know that yes, I play these types of games, or you are completely embarrassed and you hide it and it, you don't want anyone to know. Well, there are two games by the same developer, and I think they're reskins. I think uh, Planting Forty Two <laughs> said that they were reskins of one one another. Uh, my little riding champion. This is a sports equestrian sports. It's ten fifty down from thirty five. This is for the digital. Now, be warned. Uh, there's one discontinued achievement that uh, on the digital version you cannot get. If you want to get this, you need to get the physical version. You need to go offline before you install and play, and then you need to leave your Xbox unattended. The controller plugged in for 24 hours or longer, depending on uh, your availability and when you get back on and stuff. Uh, so the achievement is for playing 24 hours or staying on your horse for 24 hours. And the guide tells you, Ugh. the solution tells you, uh, that's what you want to do. So I personally would love for people to ask me about this game, uh, if and when I do play it. Uh, the other game that is a reskin of My Little Riding Champion is the Unicorn Princess. And unsurprising <laughs> to anyone, it's sports. There's the dog I'm dog sitting. Uh, it's sports and equestrian sports. This one actually has a time estimate of three to four hours, so no 24-hour ridiculous achievement. Uh, you can get all the achievements from the digital version, and there is a TA walkthrough. Uh, it's $9 down from 30 uh, So, yeah, those two are awesome, and uh, I'd love to find out where people stand on those. Uh, the last two games I want to talk about, um, The Suicide of Rachel Foster is $4 down from 20 It's an adventure walking sim. It's by Dedalic Entertainment. It's two to three hours. There is a TA walkthrough. And be warned, there are missables with no chapter select. So Gross. if you're the type of person that doesn't like missables and the fact that you have to go back and do it a second time, 
might want to pay attention to the walkthrough. Uh, if you don't care and you just want to experience it, now you know. Uh, and finally, a game that is not necessarily cheap and it hasn't been around very long, so I have no experience with it, Wind Peaks. This is $9 down from 15 This is another uh, fun kind of puzzly game. Uh, it's Where's Waldo-esque, which I just learned that in Britain, they call it Where's Wally. So what? Waldo is Wally. Yeah, I just, I just learned that. Uh, and this game is very similar to Hidden Through Time. In fact, I thought it was the same developer. It does not appear to be the same developer. Maybe there's something funky going on that I'm not aware of. Uh, however... Hidden Through Time, I don't believe had a story. I think it was just discrete things you were doing. Uh, this actually has a story. Uh, the locations of items are randomized in some cases. So you will not be able to use just a walkthrough unless someone is really thorough and they've played it through multiple times and no multiple locations. And there's a hint timer. I don't remember that being in uh, Hidden Through Time. So if you have trouble finding um, an item, I believe you can start a timer when that timer runs down, you'll get some sort of hint. I don't know if it you know, shows you a section of screen or whatever, but that's not pretty cool. And it does have a simplistic story that runs throughout. And there's story told through little cutscenes, uh, you know, graphic cutscenes, so like panels of a, of a comic. Uh, and the levels, uh, the sequence of the levels tells a story. So this looks pretty interesting to me. Uh, at $9, I'd like it to be a little cheaper, but you know, that's just because we're cheap. We buy a lot of games. Um, oh, yeah. Some of us. Uh, but... Yeah, so $9 down for 15 That is Wind Peaks. Check it out. Yeah, I want to point out that it also, it also has a Windows version. Uh, no, it's not a stack, but it's a Play Anywhere Windows title. Um, so it sounds like it would be better with a mouse, or it could be you know good with a mouse. Uh, certainly, yeah, if it's hard to uh, I am, uh, click I'm on an item. I'm yeah. really looking forward to the uh, Suicide of Rachel Foster, to be honest. Uh, really? Wind Peaks, Why is that? yeah. I, I, because what was that other one that I really liked? Um, oh, Remains of him? Yeah, Edith, Edith, Finch. Edith Finch. Edith Finch, okay. I, I really enjoyed that. So uh, I'll, pro I'll probably get uh, Rachel Foster and, uh, you know, no guide. I might look at those missables just to see if there's like landmarks to look for, but I'm not going to look into it too much. And uh, yeah, and uh, the Unicorn Princess, I, I have it physical. But I'm, it might be a good flip opportunity. But also, you kind of—that's one that you want to own, right? Like you want to have that is one it, in your hands. Uh, is it the Unicorn Princess like one of three games that you own physical? Uh, I have like a good fifteen or twenty. Now, I don't play those <laughs> games. I probably should. Yeah, I keep I, telling I own that one physical. I keep telling Chewy we need to do like a like a clean your shelves challenge where you get points based off of completions you do for physical games you have. Like you have to take a picture and you get points. I think that would work out good. Also, I just want to note that's that a you cool did challenge. Say that uh, Unicorn Princess, <laughs> oh gosh, Unicorn Princess has a walkthrough. It's a magical story walkthrough. It's not a regular Ooh. walkthrough, so. Goodness. That's magical. Goodness. Oh, the things that you and hunters do and put themselves through. All right. Like make this uh, podcast. Yes. But if you're like me and you don't want to buy anything, there are some games coming to Game Pass. And I feel like this list is not complete. 
I don't know. Could just be me. Uh, coming this wait today's the seventh. Why is that on there? Coming December 9th, the day that this drops, One Piece Pirate Warriors four on the cloud console and PC. And coming December 14th is Aliens Fire Team Elite, which we talked about last week. And That's also, the only one we talked about last week, though. This dropped after the podcast last week. All this news. Oh, did it? Yes. Okay. We got podcasted. Right. We called it. Oh, that's right. We did. Okay. Then I'll I'll say the stuff that's new to Game Pass as of now, in case you haven't looked at it. All right. So new to Game Pass that we got podcasted on, Anvil for the console and PC, uh, Arch, Archvale, Archvale, no, no, Cloud Console and PC, Final Fantasy 13 2 on console. Darn it. I should have had Corey read that. Why did one. they put Roman numerals and then a regular number? <laughs> because there's Final Fantasy 13, Final Fantasy 13 2, and a Final, Fer- Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns. That sounds like Final Fantasy 13 and then 14 and 15. <laughs> no, Final Fantasy 14 is very different from Final Fantasy 13 2, and Final Fantasy 15 is v- very different from Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns. Actually. I cannot believe I said that, and I didn't stutter, but I say Achievement Hunting 101 at the beginning, I stutter like a dum-dum. All right, but also that's been added to Game Pass is Lawn Mowing... See, and there's my stutter. Lawn Mowing Simulator for a Cloud Console and PC... Rubber Bandits for Cloud Console and PC. That was in the running for one of the games that we were going to stream. Stardew Valley, Cloud Console and PC. That's surprising that hasn't been in, cla- in Game Pass. I think already. it also has a stack on PC now. I think it left and came back, uh, Kenny. Oh, did it? Stardew, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Stardew, it just seems like the perfect Game Pass game. Yeah. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Battle Sector? Close enough. Cloud console and PC. And dropping today. Yeah, today. Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator for Cloud Console and PC. And then obviously tomorrow's Halo Infinite. The campaign on everything. The Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator. It looks so bad. But I am so interested in it. Well, you'll be happy to know it has Connect support. That's actually amazing. What? <laughs> I'm not lying. So it's, it's been in development for that long? Not that I don't know about. Wow. But it's made by the same people who made Aliens for... Do- huh. alien Airports for Aliens run by dogs. Or the something. title reminded me. That's why I said for dogs. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. What does the Kinect do in this game? Do you know? I don't know. You want me to find out for you? I would love for you to do that. That is, I cannot believe the Connect is still a thing. Wait, does the Connect even work on the new consoles? Is there a dongle to play, plug it into no. the series? No, they, I mean, they do there, not work a, on the new consoles. But even with the even adapter, with the dongle. even with the adapter, they don't work. Oh, you have to I play need to it do on my, older. I need to do my That's Connect stuff fast before I get rid yeah. of my One X. That is wild. That something is as Connect support. All right, and then also um, two shadow drops is Townscaper and Serious Sam 4. Townscaper came uh, last week. It's very notable because you can complete it in 10 minutes. Uh, I think you should spend like at least 20 minutes, like 
hanging around playing. It's fun. I did it uh, pretty naturally because TA was down the day I did it. Uh, there was no guides, but of course. it's really fast with the video guide, apparently. How did you play it, Corey? Did you play it on xCloud or uh, did you download to the console? I played on PC. On PC. So I think um, I played, well, I definitely played it on xCloud, but I think for some reason the colors didn't work. So like I would choose different colors, but the buildings wouldn't change colors. Then I downloaded it because my daughter wanted to play it a whole bunch. I was like, I'll just download it. So we're not tied to the xCloud connection. And then when she was playing, it was like super vibrant. Like her town looked (laughs) so cool because it was, and it was one that she had built on xCloud. And then we opened it up on the Xbox and it was like red and green and purple and it looked super cool. Yeah. So if you think it's boring on xCloud, maybe try downloading the 456 megs or whatever it is to play it. It's a neat game where you just put uh, buildings next to each other, and as you combine them and stack them, uh, they turn into different things. Uh, one thing, one one of the things that's an achievement is to create a garden. Uh, a garden appears <laughs> when you create uh, a, a enclosed space that is entirely uh, bo- has a border of houses or you know buildings, and the inside has at least one level, so there's ground to put a garden. Uh, as soon as you fill in that last spot, a garden appears. And if you remove one, the garden disappears. Uh, it's pretty cool to experiment with the things. And uh, yeah, it's not a long completion. And also, on this uh, graphic that they put out, I see Among Us is on there. Do we know uh, what day that is? Is that the 14th? I believe it's the 14th for console. It's already on PC, has achievements. You can right. get them. Yep. Coming to console, though. Finally. So look forward to some uh, definitely community nights with that one. Yeah, we'll definitely be doing that for community nights. <sighs> Among Us should have been on, on consoles so much sooner. I'm then, very curious if this will be able to revitalize that game or if the time has passed. The time has definitely passed. Uh, I don't think that uh, any reviving is probably going to happen with that one, even with like a new map. Uh, they, oh, I, I, I don't mean the- like it was. There's yeah, no way yeah. it's getting back to it. Like they added roles, which is pretty cool, which people were modding to get the roles. But now that's some of those are built into the game. So it's pretty fun. Um, did you mention this other Shadow Drop? Serious uh, Sam? Wh- I did. I know you are excited for Serious Sam. I've never played any of these games. I was excited to play Serious Sam, the collection, one through three when it came out. Because uh, I never played them before. Turned out it's not my jam. It's like not that good of a game. Uh, but... I am curious to see what Serious Sam 4 looks like, and it's pretty cool that they announced it and dropped it in Game Pass Day 1. It wasn't even in the news in this infographic that we have, so that's kind of like, why did you do that? Like, this is a big game. Uh, it has a Windows yeah. stack as well, so there's two lists there. And we know that they're going to announce four things, I think four things for Game Pass at the Game Awards. Uh, Serious Sam could be one of them since it just came out and it's big, but... Again, it's out before the Game Awards, so and they they haven't you know made any other hints really. I don't know. I hope it's something better. I mean, I uh, got enough to play. To be honest, I don't even need this this Game Awards announcement. I mean, you're not wrong on that. That's Devolver, right? Uh, Serious Sam? No, I don't. I don't know who that is. I think it, they're their own team. Oh, uh, I remember seeing some sort of like. Trailers. Oh, no, you're right. They published it. Devolver I thought Digital. it was Devolver. 
I thought I remember watching seeing that during their um uh what's it called? E E three press conference. It just looks I guess it meh. fits their mold, so it's it's very gory, bloody. Yes. Yeah. It's like right. Doom Horde mode, no story, no frills, or at least the original games where it was just like, I'm just gonna throw a thousand headless monsters at you and here's a gun, go nuts. That's why you're there for sure. Yeah. All right, let's get to some coming real soon games. Uh, L, you got the first one. Yeah, this game looks very interesting. It is called One Hand Clapping. And this is due out on December 14th. It is something I've never seen before, and I wonder if Xbox is going to make you do this or not, but the Steam... <laughs> Description says that one hand clapping is a vocal 2D platformer. You solve puzzles by singing or humming into your microphone and find confidence in the power of your voice as it changes the world around you. And that sounds pretty interesting, pretty amazing if it works. But uh, if I had to guess, there will be a, a controller mode and maybe a microphone. Mode. I mean, they have those let sing games, right? What do those use? Headset. Hmm. <laughs> Your microphones aren't a thing anymore. Imagine a headset. That's a good I question. Have no idea. Never played none. Used to be all about that stuff on the 360, but haven't really. Music genres died a death. Just Unfortunately. The, over the past two days, I've been looking up uh, Guitar Hero guitars for 360 and end games. Can you find them anywhere? People probably junk them. Nah, I'm not really finding uh, a lot. It'll be $200 on I still got like six of them. This game reminds me of a game I did not really like. What was, what was that song. one that was Wander all the colors? Wander Song. And you had like Wander Song. It, it yeah. reminds me of Wander Song in all the wrong ways. <laughs> I don't know. The videos look good. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it might I don't want to get my hopes up if, if they could get up for uh, Wander Song. Uh it looks like it might be better than Wander Song, but I'm just getting hard flashbacks. Bar. I mean, it's available on Steam for twelve bucks. So, curious fifteen to for Xbox. Curious to see what it winds up on Xbox. Well, being able to sing and do the platform—that's interesting. Huh? Yeah. That's a stream game right there. Definitely unique. Do you guys know what the sound of a one hand clapping is? Um, can you do it? Mm-hmm. I us. can. Oh. <laughs> okay, th- this is a this wow, is wow, a wow, PG wow. Oh, this is a family <laughs> podcast, Kenny. <laughs> you look like you've had a lot of practice with that, Kenny. <laughs> Pay no attention to our <laughs> intro, but this is a family podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was about as well as I wanted it to. <laughs> you really you yourself to into I knew where that was going to go. So yes, yes I was. <laughs> All right. Uh next coming real soon game is for Nate. What we what we got? Well, on Thursday, December 16th, uh I am not going to talk about what Corey's going to talk about. Uh and I'm definitely definitely not going to talk about uh Detective D, the Silk Road Murders 
which is coming out some other time, uh, that, you know, it looks a little bit like an Indiana Jones-ish point-and-click-ish game from the PC. I'm not going to talk about that. Instead, I'm going to use my time to talk about Record of Lodos War. Deedlit? I'm murdering that in Wonder Labyrinth. I have no idea how you pronounce it. Uh, Record of Lodos War is a D&D replay. Does anybody know what this is? Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, well, D&D, yeah. But <laughs> do you know what Record of Lodos War is? No. Where's Michelle? Michelle? She plays d and I'm, Yeah, I'm sure she's fuming and just going crazy right now. Um, I know nothing about D&D. So, okay. So, Record of Lodos War. I only know this because I Wikipedia it. I checked out on Wikipedia, so this is 100% accurate because I found it on the internet. Uh, Record of Lotus War is a D&D replay, and that means that it is a campaign that people have played, and then they podcast it or something, and people listen to it and enjoy it, and they listen to other people playing games, which is weird. Who would want to listen to other people talk about games? Sounds like a critical um, role thing. Exactly. Uh, it, this eventually was so popular that it was spun out into manga, uh, anime and eventually video games. Uh, we're wow. talking like 1980s, I believe, is is when this first occurred. 86, 88, I believe. Um, the latest game is a self-described 2D action exploration Metroidvania style game. Woo. So now you know why I'm talking about it. Uh, this it has follows, you and Corey written all of yes. it. Uh, so their verbiage is it L2. follows previously unknown story of Deedlet. I'm murdering that once again. And what else would it be? Up to record of Lodos War. <laughs> Uh, Diadem <laughs> of the uh, Covenant, which takes place nearly 100 years after the events of the original series. Uh, and if you check out the art and some gameplay videos, this is a Metroidvania in the style of Symphony of the Night, or more recently, games like Time Spinner. Uh, and this game looks really interesting. Uh, I, hopefully it's a little bit more fast-paced than Symphony of the Night, and because um, I like my, my uh, action games to be a little bit faster. But um, yeah, I was surprised by this. I mean, yeah. it's made by the same people who did Toho Luna Nights, so uh-huh. I don't think it will be slow. Michelle yeah. says Lodos War well, is a series of books, and it's not based on D&D, but another tabletop RPG. Close enough. Well, I think I think it was spun out into its own RPG. I mean, it started off as a campaign and spun off. I don't know. There's history. I don't know D&D. Just um, go deal so, it. Like I said, people are probably fuming. But yeah, we'll deal with it later. Yes. This looks like something the three of you will love. Yeah, it looks pretty fun. Uh, what's the name of this thing deal again? <laughs> the name of this thing again is long. It is, and I will try not to tell a story in the middle of it like I did the first time. Record of Lodos War, deal it in Wonder Labyrinth. <laughs> On a Tuesday. For dogs. Run by dogs. Run by dogs. Yeah, there you go. All right, and last coming real soon game. Corey, what you got? Uh, so I have a Game Pass game, uh, exclusive Game Pass game at that, called The Gunk. That's exclusive? Uh, it is exclusive. It's I don't even think it's on Steam. I couldn't find it on Steam, at least. Um, so this is uh, the game made by Thunderful. Uh, so they're you know used to doing the Steam World games, and I love the Steam World games. Not that this is anything like those, but uh, I like the that dev. Uh, I like that developer. Uh, so I'm interested in the gunk. Uh, basically, it's a 3D uh, game. I don't know if it's open world necessarily. It kind of looks open world esque. Uh, you have this prosthetic power glove that you upgrade and you suck up the gunk, and it looks beautiful. And 
I haven't looked at, I don't think they put a lot more details about that, but it's one that I can't wait to play. I, I'm hoping I have Halo done before this comes out. Cause it's going to, it's, I'm going to drop in Halo either way. <laughs> I remember seeing this E3 like 2019 or something like that. And it looking interesting. Yeah. Well, did, we're finally getting it. Been a while. I didn't realize this was an exclusive. As best I can tell, it, it's exclusive. It will be on Windows, uh, you know, Game Pass PC, uh, and both Series X and Xbox One. So everybody will be able to enjoy it. But I cannot find it on Steam, and I'm pretty sure it's not on uh, PlayStation. And it doesn't look like it will even run on the Switch. So don't even try. I'm hoping. <laughs> That's very I, I'm true. Trying not to get my hopes up for this game, and I'm kind of it, failing. It's it's gonna be yeah. Yeah, I thought it came out this week, and I was a little disappointed when I got my weeks mixed up, but that's fine. That's fine. I got Halo this week, Gunk There might week. be other games to play. Exactly. Who knows? Yeah, and I'm still going to buy some from this week's sale, so, you know. Oh, there's always going to be games to play. All right. Uh, well, that was the games that are coming real soon. Let's do some G-Task roundup. Who are the losers this week, Corey? This week we lost Seamus McLimey and Matthew Sweeney, Mr. Gompers, Boston Greed, Philip Wendell, Facial LaFleur, Bomber37, and L Sock. E.L. Sock. Those people are out of the G-Task individual side. From the team side, Akaraba2, Boston Greed again, ZZ Urban Spaceman, and Freaky RO are all out of their teams. Uh... Shot at G Task fame, fame, yeah, fame. All right, and the G Task bonuses for this week, L. All right, the solo bonus is called Naughty Naughty Numbers, worth five hundred TA. Don't forget to use that bonus, people, if you're afraid of uh, going out. And the period with gamer score and achievement earn totals that are not divisible by five. This is one that they use pretty much every year. It's an easy one. Mm. Is it? People I don't, don't like to mess up their People uh, don't like to mess up their game score. score, number one. There are not that many out there. I could think of a couple of hand, like Ord, uh, Save the Ninja Clan. I'm sure there's others. Orange Box. Who knows? Go nuts. Achievement earned totals. And team bonus is called a slow 100. End the period with all members having unlocked at least 25 G achievements. You don't see too many 5G achievements Ooh. these days. Uh, Halo MCC and Halo Infinite have a bunch. But I really can't think of too many outside of the old Xbox Live Arcade games. Uh, so you need 20 for each team member. If you want to stay alive, you probably need to, to unlock more than that. That's not the easiest. Nice. <laughs> if anyone has some other ideas, uh, let us know. Visit the uh, G-Task channel oh, in the Discord. Everyone's saying Virginia in chat. There and you go. Moving out. If you haven't played Moving Out yet, you start off with a quick 1G achievement, and then you nice. get a 69 G achievement later that evens it out. Yes. Over, it is over nice. Does something similar. 
from what I remember. All right. And Nate, Gamertag Challenge. Yeah, so the Gamertag Challenge is a thing that we do um, for <laughs> our patrons. We pull, uh, well, we don't do it for just our patrons, but we use our patrons as the gamertags that we will be spelling throughout the years. Uh, this past month, November, October, November, December, yes, November was Mental Night 5, his wildcard game. Was any new achievement or previous completion by developer Fulbright it's worth one bonus point? The bonus challenge was achievements in games geared towards elementary school age. That was worth one bonus draw per achievement, limit one per game. We had 25 participants. We had 238 letters. We had 11 fully spelled gamers, gamer tags. Sorry. We had 15 bonus games. Uh, so for the wild card, we had 17 bonuses total. So a very low scoring bonus. People did not want to play these baby games. They are adult gamers. Our uh, gamers of note were Northern Lass with 11. 11 bonuses, mind you, wow. 11 of 17 bonuses. Toby Oof. Lynn with three, and then we had a three-way tie, Chewy, Crunchy Goblin, and Legohead 1977 nice. with one bonus each. Amazing. Good job, guys. Uh, and our winner with nine letters and a wild card, so not a complete gamer tag, Tater Soup 19. Who? Tater Soup 19. You don't All know. right. Congratulations. Congrats. Man. For the month for the month of December, our gamer tag challenge is Matism. His wildcard game is any new achievement or previous completion in Evil Genius 2, which is new to Game Pass. You may recognize a the theme here. His bonus is Gone Pass Baby Gone Pass. Achievements in Game Pass games leaving in December. That's worth <laughs> one bonus draw per achievement, no limits per game. Nice. So uh, go for it. We are going to uh, be adding a very low scoring reward for any uh, games that were completed uh, previous to this. Uh, so we'll add that uh, addendum later in the channel. I just haven't thought it out yet. Mattism and I have been talking about it, but we haven't completely figured it out yet. Nice. Good game. Good bonus. If only Nate could win, he would definitely win this one. Yes, right. I can rig it all the time. But I won. Definitely not. You did not. All right. And it's the beginning of a new month. So we also have our Patreon drawing. And our winner for this month is... I really need Death a drum I do need Death a drum roll. dealers. Death dealers. Congratulations, Yay. Vicky. Vicky Vic. Finally, she gets to win something this month. Right? She's been so kind in giving out lots and lots of Xbox gift cards. And now she wins as well. Awesome. We'll get you that code. Thank you for supporting the show. And thank you to all the patrons for your support. We greatly appreciate it. But with that, let's get into Brag Camp. Take it away, Corey. All right. As always, we have completions first. And, well, some people went a little crazy on the, this one this past week. Icefire <laughs> TN <little? laughs> passed 350 completed games. Ross 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 completed 750 games or passed that milestone. Inferno 118 
aka Jimmy Frindles, uh, passed 1,050 completions. And then we have two more people. Okay, Noth Ultra, you know, fail bait, rail bait, sorry, sorry, man. Uh, he completed 25 games uh, from 970 completions to 995. I really shouldn't have read Sheesh. that because he didn't even hit 1,000. That degenerate. Also starting at the 970 completion milestone was Mental Knight, who also passed about 30 other milestones and completed 1,105 games. So, yeah, that's, uh, what is that? Quick math, quick math. 135 games in one Good week. Good job. Yeah, that's been ridiculous. In one week? And that was as of noon today. I don't know if he did any more, but... What's He's the chance that lad. he hasn't done that? Zero. That's that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, good job, guys. I mean, did they have a, a challenge against each other? I have no idea what he's doing. I think Mental Knight is just crazy. And we just got a live Mental. update. He's up to 158. So Dear since, God. Uh, since this started. Dear God. Not formally? Just, you know, just doing it for fun. No. no, he's just gone wild just because. Who needs a reason to do it? There's no time to explain. In <laughs> ratio, the Alpha Seagull has reached a new milestone with a TA ratio of 1.2. Oh, he's playing. Fight Club X. We don't talk about Fight Club X. Has reached a new milestone of 1.5. Mark B with 1.7. M's Fergie. With 2.0 and Magical Mars with a TA ratio of 2.3. They've been playing those difficult games. In streaks, we have Enigma Gamer 77 is currently on a three-year achievement win streak. So that's <laughs> some number. Uh, we also have Jay Black currently on a 100-day win streak. Mental Knight 5, because he's not done getting milestones. 150-day achievement win streak. Toby Lynn with a 250-day achievement win streak. Ross Sauce Ross with 800 days. Seamus McLimey, 1,900 days. Prue with 2,100 days. Mr. Gompers with 3,000. <laughs> who ties Matriarch, also known as Matriarch. Mad Eye Pad Eye is currently on a 3,200 day achievement win streak. In Gamer Score, KT Echo has hit 125,000. Lord Zelf, 200,000. I'm like zero three hundred fifty thousand X L A X Jester four hundred thousand J Block four hundred fifty thousand with five hundred fifty thousand is dude <laughs> with what the wait a minute dub D twelve three something like that morbid two three seven and cerebral assassin high road for two has hit six hundred fifty thousand the gray shark seven hundred fifty thousand northern last eight hundred fifty thousand. Mental Knight started around 1.4 million, and now he's up to 1.5 million. Actually, he's probably farther than that because, God, my God, he's just completing everything. And then Knopf Ultra or Railbait or Potato has hit 1.4 million gamer score. In leaderboards, Alex R. Davies is in the top 200 of the TA Difference leaderboard for platformers. As well as the top five of the TA Difference leaderboard for Vayners and top five of the TA leaderboard for Xbox One Metroidvanias. Holy cow. Bastion Reader is in the top nice. 50 of the Max 
possible completion percentage leaderboard for Xbox One shoot 'em ups. Chez knows in the top 500 of the England Gamer Square leaderboard for management. Dave Bodom is now in the top 2,000 of the Gamer Square leaderboard Bodom. for Danger Crawler. Yes, I do that just for you, buddy. I know Stream you did. Hole is in the top 200 of the Gamer Square leaderboard for collectible card games. Nice. Hey. hey. Jimbot Rhode Island is now in the top 50 of the TA leaderboard for bowling. Kitty Skies is in the top 500 of both Gamerscore and TA leaderboards for visual novel. Logic Slayer is now in the top 200 of the Florida TA leaderboard. Yeah, I never would uh, put Logic and Florida in the same sentence, but here we go. Magical Mars is in the top 10,000 of the TA ratio leaderboard. Welcome aboard. Mark B is in the top 1,000 of the England TA leaderboard for football. Oh, Mental Knight may have gotten a few more milestones. Just Just a a few. few. I will leave out the top 200s. Those are nothing. Top 100 of the TA leaderboard for action and the top 100 of the TA leaderboard in total. That's amazing. Nice. And the top 50 of the TA leaderboard for adventure. Amongst many other things that you can see on the Twitch stream, I'm pretty sure. Noth Ultra is in the top 50 of the Europe TA leaderboard. Survivalist is in the top 500 of the completed games leaderboard for survival. Skeptical Mario is in the top 50,000 of the games played leaderboard. Awesome. And Coronos is in the top 5,000 of the TA difference leaderboard for role-playing and turn-based. In Bragg's, uh, Aruturek has completed So Many Me, very high-ratio game. And he's the third person to finish Football Manager 2022. Nice. Uh, Aftos ED4 completed Hades. That's a grind. That's a good one. Really nice. And Lord Zell, who is the best character in one of the worst Final Fantasy games, completed Warhammer 40k Battle Sector Windows that you mentioned earlier, and he was the first to do so. so very, very nice. Way to go. It's awesome. As usual, if you get a uh, fun brag. Throw it in the Brightcam channel, and I don't think any of these people tagged me, so I, I had to find them. So, but if you tag me, I'll probably read it no matter what. Oh yes, he likes to read things. People also pre-brag. I mean, Chip's almost done with Crash Bandicoot too, so you Oof. know that's coming. Yeah, up. but we read one and three. We don't need to read two. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he wanted to brag about almost being done with. Oh, it was implied. Congrats, Chip. Oh yeah. This isn't almost Brad Camp. This is Brad. There was a leaderboard for scalping you have games gone. and consoles. He'd be high up there. That he yeah. would. All right. So for the outro bits, for those that are in Twitch chat with us now, or those that are are listening to us day of release, Corey and I will be streaming uh, the Game Awards. So come back here. We'll have. Now what that. does that mean? For you, that means the, that we are going to watch the game awards, and you can watch us and the game awards at the same time. Hear our commentary. Yes, it will be live. What's that? Eight I mean, o'clock? the game awards are a glorified E three with some awards that most people don't care about. So we're not here for the awards. We're here for the commercials. Yes, is the rock going to be there? 
God only knows. Probably not. How about Chris Rock? So we're also getting ready for Game of the Year stuff, so start looking at your collections. I would like to get something sent out to you guys uh, within the next week. Uh, it won't be the next Patrons. podcast. It, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gatekeeping here. Um, it won't be the next I podcast. Will. And see, the next one's Christmas, if I look at my watch correctly. And so it might even be after that one. Uh, we'll see, but get to looking and get to thinking about your game of the year stuff. All right. And ID at Xbox demos are live, and maybe we'll be streaming some of them. Maybe. That'll probably be a neat thing. Maybe. That'll be a neat thing. All right. And then for some, a bit of housekeeping. If for some reason you're listening to us and you are not watching us live, shame on you. Go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash H101. Follow us and subscribe to us. If you have Amazon Prime, you get a free sub, so it doesn't even cost you any monies. If you're live with, live with us in chat right now and you haven't subscribed to us, go ahead and do that, and you'll be entered into the ducky races after this. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can do so on the Twitter at achievements101. Uh, Discord, discord.io slash age101, YouTube, Achievement Hunting 101, and then Patreon. Thank you, Def Dealers. Uh, congratulations on your win, and thank you to all the other patrons for your support. You are the ones that let us continue doing all the contests that we do, the ducky races and whatnot. So, patreon.com slash Achievement Hunting 101 for those that can uh, help us out. Greatly appreciate it. But as or but for that, I guess this is over with. If you're live with us in Twitch chat, continue to stay here. We'll do some ducky races, have some more fun, and say some things that we're not allowed to say on the on the podcast. So see you all next uh class dismissed. See you all next week. That's what I said. It's late. Uh bye bye. Ducky time. Welcome to the latest and greatest and last VCCCW of 2021, where we bring you the scoring of the King of the Red Ring, what we have in store for December, and the penultimate roundup for our year-long contests, before maybe teasing a little bit for what's in store next year. I I, I do love being teased. (laughs) I was going to say just the tip, but I don't think it's a family show. (laughs) I think you just did. So, Volgo, November, you brought back one of the popular events from last year in the King of the Red Ring. Tell us more about that. So the King of the Red Ring was a, we did two tournaments. So there's the Dusty Games Classic and the King of the Red Ring uh, for 360 scoring. It was uh, five single rounds uh, for the solo competition and then uh, nice and easy four rounds for the tag team competition. Uh, and after those five weeks, the the ballots are in. The scores have been counted. NBA Kirkland is our new king of the red ring. All hail King Kirkland. <laughs> Long live the king. Uh, and he, he went through some, some pretty stiff competition there, actually, looking at the, the route that he took. 
beating Mike Pitch, Fluttery Chicken, Noth, Jimbot, and finally Cripple Threat. Cripple Threat kind of came out of nowhere and became sort of the Cinderella story, if you were, of the solo bracket. Uh, and then for the team side, it looks like the team of Hatton and Jester uh, won that. Yeah, they took. They beat uh, Chesno and Freakero, who were the tag team belt holders for I don't know a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and they have now been dethroned. Yes, <laughs> in probably what is going to be the final tag team ever. It was taken from them by those lousy Brits. Yep, sneakily too. Yeah, so it was a. Uh, mm. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was a good competition. How would you do in it, uh, Chewy? I did very terribly. I lost to, to Cripple Threat in round two, so, you know, if, if you lose to the second place in the tournament, I don't think you can be too ashamed of the of that. And then Fug raided the library and beat me and Ahizo in the tag team. Mm, uh, it's probably worth pointing out that Fug managed to uh, be basically a single-handed tag team. <laughs> yes. uh, his his partner joined him and then promptly left for Europe and, <laughs> for the entire month. And they decided not to play any 360 games on his vacation to Europe. Uh, yeah, so Fug managed to hold his own for the first uh, three rounds of the of the tech team, which is which is very impressive in and of itself. And there were a few other uh, fun little stories along the way. Uh, there was the my favorite personal favorite moment when uh, Simso uh, in the second round of singles uh, laid down his sword uh, literally to to Chesnow and and seemed to be giving up uh, before pulling out that famous five-minute completion avatar <laughs> and and sneaking the win from chesno who uh, i don't think was ready to to lose quite so uh, audaciously yeah that was uh it was good stuff and I, I can see this coming back in the future i think it's a fan favorite so yeah, I think people always like turning back to nostalgia and actually it it tied in really well. It, it was unexpectedly tied in really well with the news of the uh, new backwards compatibility announcements. Uh kind of got everyone talking and thinking about the 360s again. Synchronicity and the 20th anniversary. Yeah, the 20th anniversary of Xbox mm. and and yeah, I, I saw a lot of other uh contests uh, going back to the 360, so I was like, I don't know what it is about November, but it just it just seemed to fit, I guess. Yeah, as you say, congrats to Kirkland, uh, Jester, and Hatton for their wins, and honorable mentions to Cripple Threat, uh, Chesno, and Freaky Row for their second place positions. Yeah, great job. Just a shout out to Skeptical Mario, yeah. uh, who actually set up uh, a quite astounding scoring sheet uh, especially if you looked at the back end of how complex it was pulling in the scoring that everybody did across the whole contest on a daily basis and applying all of the bonus scoring and multipliers and everything automatically uh, it was a huge piece of work uh, and yeah really should be commended yeah, thanks thanks again to mario because yeah he is he's the real mvp of the king of the red ring <laughs> saved a ton of time as compared to last year uh yeah definitely now, December uh, has also traditionally been a time of looking in our backlogs. Uh, last year, we did the Backlog Blitz. Uh, and then actually, we had another Backlog contest earlier in the year as well. But we thought, why not You know, just keep that Backlog fire burning, quite literally. Uh, and in December, we've got a contest we're calling the Backlog Burner. Basically, it's always going to be about playing older games on your tag. Uh, but we do like to keep continuously throwing little tweaks and, and, and uh, different 
you know things into the contest just to keep it interesting and this time it was it was something you came up with actually which is that we take the the ratio of each achievement that you've earned and then we add that to how many years the game has been on your tag so if a game is a year old and it's a 2.5 ratio achievement you'll get uh, 2.5 plus 1 so 3.5 for that achievement Uh, all of those achievements will get added up and you'll get a score at the end of it you'll also get a score for completions a bonus score for completions so that'll be a similar thing where we take the age of that game on your tag and add it to the full games ratio so if it's a a 2.5 you know, ratio game and you complete it, then you'll get uh, that ratio plus how old it is on your tag as a bonus. And it's important because we're looking at older games on your tag uh, that this time nothing started this year will count. It's true going back to the backlog. And there is a reason for that as well, uh, which is to keep mental out, (laughs) which is by his own volition. He, He said... I'm planning something and I don't want to break whatever you do this year, this December, which is which is good of him. He didn't he didn't want to kind of ruin the contest. And we'll find out why uh, in a little bit. We are also adding some community goals to this one, which we're kind of still working the kinks out on. But ultimately, it's going to be about trying to complete as many different games from as many different months across the history of your Xbox profile, basically. Yep. So kind of filling in a calendar, so to speak, uh, and working as a community to knock out as many months from the last however long. What is it? 10, 15 years of 360 yeah. to of achievements? 16. Yeah. Uh, 16 years. Yeah. So as many different months from those 16 years as possible uh, will be knocked out. But we're going to announce more about that uh, a bit later in the month basically when i figure out how to do yes, it yes <laughs> but it uh yeah this should be a lot of fun because you got that nice balance there of ratio to age as well so yeah going for straight easy stuff is is a is a plan but going for higher ratio stuff is is gonna work yeah so if you've got uh, and i've got quite a lot of these if you've got any of those games where you kind of put it down in the last few achievements because maybe it was you know a hard difficulty run that you had to do uh, or maybe a grind that you didn't really feel like working on going back and, and knocking those last few things out is going to be uh, i think where some good scoring will mm-hmm. happen i'm i'm making progress i am i'm doing my best so I'll, I'll, we'll see how it goes <laughs> yeah and uh there should be a sheet coming out soon with all the scoring of that uh kind of to, to catch up on so i have no idea where people are at the moment because i haven't finished off that sheet but but uh, as soon as it's done, uh, I'll be posting it and we'll see where the standings Sounds lie. Sounds great. Okay, and that's it. We're, we're keeping it simple, right? We're, we're seeing out the air with, with a nice simple backlog uh, challenge. Uh, but we've still got our year-long contests going on. Uh, and it's time to get the penultimate uh, update on those to see how we're doing and whether any changes could be made in that final month of the year. So we're going to start with the CCC, CCCC, CCC chesno's crazy completion challenge and um going into december it looks like everything is kind of status quo and there's not really much that can be done before the end of the year jester still leads followed by stan toastal venom eoj prue that the top kind of four or five hasn't changed for quite a few months now and i would have expected that to be the case all the way into the end of the year (sighs) ah But then we got mental. (laughs) 
And uh, he's been saying for a few months now that he has plans. Uh, and it didn't look like those real plans were really paying off for him because going into December, he was at a lowly uh, minus 148 completions. So he'd started over 500 games and completed still nearly 400, which is huge. But it was putting him at a, a negative 148. 200 exactly places behind Jester in the lead with 52. And Mental has laid down the gauntlet and said, I'm going to complete <laughs> those 200 games this month. I am going to exceed that score. And I'm going to do so by only completing games that were released this year. Yep. And everyone, uh, I think, saw that. And, and they probably would have scoffed if it weren't for the fact that this was mental talking. And um, yeah, he's uh, he's gone for it. Uh, we are currently recording on the 6th of December. How's he doing? He has gone um, what I would describe as buck wild. Yeah. Let's let's take a look here. I got I got to get it pulled up. So currently, uh, as it sits right now, this moment, uh, he has completed 139 games uh, with 168,583 gamer score for a 1.07 ratio. So you know he's he's hitting the high notes really. Right before we recorded this, I grabbed his score and he was at 138 completions. So he's completed a game in the 20 minutes <laughs> since we first started yes. talking. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, kind of plugging it into what we got here, because he's only started three games, so assuming that he started and completed those three games, uh, he's he's not out of the negatives, but he's getting there. Oh, so. yeah. And, and we're not even a week into the, into the month. Uh, so, you know, I have all faith that he is going to completely dominate this thing. Somehow. Unless Jester decides to just complete more stuff, but yeah, mm. and, and most of that, it should be said, was done in the first day, right? Yeah. He'd done, I think, almost a hundred thousand gamer score in in one day on the first of December. He opened out with a with a bang there, so that we're going to keep an eye on that. I am hoping to uh, end in last place. You, I mean, you're you are sitting pretty in last place right now. I I think, dude, actually, uh, when he saw that uh, when I posted in the Discord, he he actually saw that as a as a challenge to try and outpace you at the bottom there. He he's, he started the month at negative two nine seven. You're at you're at you were at negative three six eight. So really, really yeah. down in the down in the dumps there. That's yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um. <laughs> you're still going, but now? I got. Uh, I am. Uh, uh, right now, I'm actually on vacation, so I'm just sort of not diving anything because I'm on vacation, so I don't want to. But uh, I'll keep it going here after uh, uh, here in a bit, and I will continue to dive uh, and finish things out uh, as fast as I can. That's that madness out of the way. Uh, moving on to our second big uh, year-long contest, and that is the Year of the Assassin. And after a few months of kind of not a huge amount of progress, suddenly we got a shot in the arm uh, when it came to this as, as we kind of rolled out to the end of the year. And I think people realized they wanted to get those final goals completed off uh, for that series. So I uh, finished the story in Origins. Fantastic game. Absolutely brilliant. I also did all the DLC packs there. Also great, really great content. Uh, what, a, what a solid game. 
fantastic and, and that's a really personal achievement for me that, that that is why i did year of the assassin was because i was stuck on unity and i wanted to get to these new kind of new versions of the game new versions of the series to see how they how they changed it up and i'm really glad i powered through unity and syndicate and got to origins it was brilliant mm. uh, but that's not all uh neo who has been absolutely smashing through the series at the at the end of this uh end of the year he he'd done three uh liberation and three remastered and then he moved on to rogue remastered in november between the 4th and the 17th he fully completed rogue remastered okay and then he moved straight on to rogue 360 and completed that whole thing between the 21st and the 26th of the november so he spent november just double roguing it which is just fantastic. And actually, Rogue Remastered was one of the ones we said wasn't needed for our series completion. But hey, we've got it now. It's in the bag. Yeah, I think I think that's like every version, too, uh, that we counted, Pretty right? Yeah. yeah. So um, we also got a, a newcomer to the Discord, Katie Echo, who uh, was very keen to get added because they'd been actually playing Assassin's Creed throughout the year. And by adding them in we got uh, additional completions that they had done in two Brotherhood Revelations and three, which is great. You know, they were already done, but uh, that means they get added to the, the pool of, uh, of, of prize draws. Oh, oh, sure, yeah. oh, and by the way, also they've completed Valhalla. The one, <laughs> yeah. one of the, the one that was missing. <laughs> yeah. So, the one we were. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we'd been actually wanting Wheezy Fuzz and, and mildly pressuring Wheezy Fuzz to get uh, Valhalla completed because uh, they'd completed the story a few months ago and they were so close to the end that we were like, just just finish off Valhalla. You don't have to. We're not forcing you, but it would be really but, nice but, if but, you did. But, but do it. Yeah, yeah, but please. Uh, and it, then it turned out <laughs> we didn't even need it because Katie Echo swooped in and said, oh, I already completed it, mate. Uh, but... Uh, it, sh- it should be said that Wheezy Fuzz actually did go ahead and complete it on the 1st of December. So we've actually now got two Valhalla completions in the bag, uh, as well as uh, a DLC pack as well. We-, we weren't counting all the DLC packs for Valhalla because we didn't think it was fair uh, in case ones kind of th- came, which they have towards the end of the year and people didn't have a chance. Uh, so the base game's all that's needed and we got it twice. Uh, yeah. Which meant that the literally the only game apart from the Pirates games, which we don't count Did and don't care count. about. Yeah. Uh, the only game that was left incomplete for the whole series and all of the stacks, all the versions of the series, was Chronicles Russia, which we were similarly pressuring Lego Head to please complete. Uh, and he was kind of, you know, trotting along in the background uh, early in November. And then everyone's favorite crazy man, mental swooped in and completed it from under him just you know amongst all the other things he was doing <laughs> just was like i'll do that i, I got that I'll one mate. <laughs> yeah i'll just <laughs> get this thing done uh and he got he did chronicles russia which means that we have now officially as a community completed the entire assassin's creed series in 2021 so awesome. that is just amazing and that is such a great community effort and i really really loved that we all pulled together and did that um a lot of people do it we're doing it naturally and just kind of going back to the series but i think that kind of keeping talking about it and getting people motivated uh really got us over the line so that's great uh, i also noticed you actually uh <laughs> as part of your major beam diving uh you dived five assassin's creed games 
Yep. Uh, two rogues. I did Rogue and Rogue Remastered and all three Chronicles games. I'm sorry to say, I think you might be a little too late for those completions. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they're going to happen. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So great job, everyone. And uh, I think it's been mentioned a few times uh, now, but I'm going to officially say that uh, we are going to do a similar thing next year. We're not going to do it on as a bigger series as Assassin's Creed, but I think we're going to still do one on on an important series, uh, which is going to be Tomb Raider. So it's going to be 2020 Tomb Raider next year. Uh, It's going to be a similar deal. Uh, Every single Tomb Raider game, if you complete the stories of all of them or any of them, uh, you'll be up for a prize. Um, But also we're going to try and complete the entire series as a community. So that includes the old 360 games underworld anniversary and legend oh and uh guardian of light and yes guardian of light and temple of temple osiris of uh yep and also uh, obviously the new the new series as well so tomb raider rise of tomb raider and shadow of tomb raider i believe so uh so all of those games will need to be completed as a community including dlc which for and one of the old 360 ones is annoying because it includes the uh, one of the other base games as DLC. <laughs> so uh, uh, I think one of them doesn't. One of them have it discontinued. So that's we got to balance that out as well. Uh, so I think I'm. I need to look it Rise up. Rise does. Rise it has a partially discontinued because if you play it on a specific platform, it doesn't work properly. Uh, I think if you play the game without series or 1x enhancements it's okay i I'm, Weird. I, I seem to be th- remember thinking that properly yeah uh, i'm sure there'll be people shouting at us to kindle reactors but but all the details for this will come out uh, towards the end of the year but yes yep. 2022 raider uh, and again this is purely selfish uh, i did this i did year of the assassin because i personally wanted to push my way through the assassin's creed series where i got stuck and i am in a similar position with tomb raider in that i have dived the new Tomb Raider, and by new I mean the new reboot of the series from like 10 years ago, uh, and I didn't go any further, and I need to get through that, and, and I really want to play those three games particularly, so it's purely selfish. Yeah, works for me. On to Goal Getter, and in a stunning turn of events, Mental One November in Goal Getter, getting first place in almost everything. And he wasn't even properly getting involved in like King of the Road Ring. He just was doing this in the background. I don't know cause... what he was doing. I think he was setting things up for what he was planning this month with his completion clearance. So, yeah, he got like over 700 achievements, 42,000 gamer score, 45 completions. He won on everything apart from ratio, uh, yeah. which is just nuts. So, yeah, he won, he won which just further extends his unsurmountable lead and i'm gonna spoil december and say that he's probably going to win the whole thing uh seeing i mean i think he already has yeah i think he's he's already earned more than maybe the top two or three people in november's goal getter combined (laughs) in the first six days of december yeah it's not mathematically impossible but it's logistically impossible Um, yes yeah but um uh, in December, it wasn't all mental. Uh, EOJ and Jimbot both had really strong months. They got second and third. You 
had a good month as well. Uh, came in fourth. Uh, and Elephalet uh, took fifth place. Um, adding all of the scores together, doesn't see a huge shift in the overall leaderboards. Uh, the top four remain locked with Mental, Yourself, Volga, Jimbot, and MDP. But poor Mike Pitch has has sunk from his fifth place position with Northern Lass and Legohead both sneaking in above him. And uh, a bit further down, uh, unfortunately, Icefire, Tien and Alex have lost their ninth and 10th place position as Ahizo has slipped in above them into ninth. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I think it's uh, this one's a lot of fun. Uh, I've been really enjoying this. Yeah, and uh, similarly, I think we're going to see a return of Golgetta next year uh, with a couple of tweaks. Uh, I think we're going to add in TAD as another uh, as another ranking uh, metric uh, to help balance out those people who uh, aren't just going for pure score. Uh, so obviously, at the moment, we've got achievements, gamer score, TA, and completions. Uh, which if you're just a score whore or a baby gamer or whatever you want to call it, uh, really annihilates those numbers. Uh, and ratio is the only kind of quote-unquote difficult <laughs> scoring yes. category. Yeah. Uh, by adding in TAD as an additional one, that will help kind of balance things out a little bit. So if people do have particularly high ratio TAD months, uh, that will kind of give them a bit more of an edge and help, I think, balance it a little bit better. For sure. Yeah, should be a... Should be a lot of fun. That's us for December. We'll be back uh, at the start of the new year where our new contests uh, wrap up for everything happening in 2021. Uh, and that'll be all uh, next month. Yeah. And that will also be our final official VCCCW wrap up as well uh, as we move into an era of uh, democratic contest control. <laughs> Uh, where we hope that the rest of the community can uh, put forward new ideas for contests and we will be running them under a more generic AH101 community contest banner uh, as myself and Volga step back a little bit and let other things grow. All right, well, bye, everybody. See ya. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Waka's Weird Wonders, and Waka Pale having wrapped up this year's Alphabet Challenge in the Better Completion Matter Contest. This year I had a tough time finding a game starting with the letter J, but I ended up playing Journey of the Broken Circle, which has less than 200 starters on TA. Remember Thomas was alone? It was an early Xbox One, easy completion and pretty good. Graphically minimalistic platformer with some fun narrated storytelling. Journey of the Broken Circle shares many traits with Thomas Was Alone, but instead of voice acting it uses text and more graphics to tell the story. You play as the emotionally volatile Circle Circle, who is missing a tiny sliver, blaming its misfortunes on not being a perfect circle. One day it decides to go on a journey, in an attempt to make itself whole. Circle is lonely, but socially inept, quickly alienating the beings he befriends along the way, with each lost friend sending it into deep depression. The narrative of Journey of the Broken Circle 
felt highly dissonant with its overall presentation. It features colorful graphics and most of the characters reads and behaves like children, but the story takes some pretty dark turns. There is even an achievement for committing suicide during one of Circle's emotional low points. It is probably safe to play the game in front of kids who can't read, as the game has no voice acting and the minimalistic graphics are rather abstract, but I was surprisingly disturbed by the story. After emerging from one of the depression chapters, I was very suspicious of the creepy caterpillar who wanted to hug Circle. The script is free from profanities, but with the tension building up between Circle and his friends, they are internally cursing up a storm. Journey of the Broken Circle has 11 achievements worth 1000 game score and 1500 TA. All but one of its achievements can easily be completed in 3 to 4 hours. It has collectibles, but the majority are easy to find and there is chapter select telling you which collectibles you've picked up. The toughest achievement in the game has a massive difficulty spike compared to the rest of the game, at least to me. You unlock the achievement by completing the bonus level The Bad Trip, which sees you scaling a mountain using a constantly rotating mushroom. It's a rather short level, but incredibly frustrating by design. Otherwise, the platforming is simple, but surprisingly varied, most of the time only requiring the use of the stick and the A button. The physics-based movement is not perfect, but as the platforming is not very demanding and frequently checkpointed, the occasional failure is not much of an issue. While not as good as Thomas was alone, I had a good time with Journey of the Broken Circle. The creepy story is easily skippable if you just want to play a decent platformer. $8 is a good price for it, but it has been steeply discounted a few times. Have a nice day everyone!